WQAM has no shame. Starting this Monday, it's the O.J. Simpson, Glen Hill, and Super Dave Caprina Show. 6 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, <laughs> only on Sports Fag Radio. WQAM. David Powell, for Michael Powell, the sight of Janet's teeth makes him howl. So indignant is he that now the FCC was famous all from nudity on the TV. Oh! If it was not for his daddy, he would not be there. So now he has to care about what's on the air. Keep it in the Stone Age, put your burka on today, and watch TV the Saudi Pack's American way. In a tower for Michael Powell, yes. the sight of Janet's teeth makes him power. Justifying his position that he got through nepotism, what a spoiled incompetent squirt. <laughs> Absolutely. It's 10.01 at 5.60 WQM. I noticed Joe Rose sounded like he had a little scratch. Did you hear that? Yeah. He sounded like a little horse. A pony? And I got like a little scratch again. I just got over this other thing, and now I'm getting like a little scratch again. Maybe it's just going around. Maybe you're just choked up over all these current events. like Dan. Or, and, or on the other hand, it could be anthrax. You never oh, know. It could be. Right. Mm -hmm. Damn good thing I don't get any mail here. Anyway, a horrible story. This uh, boy was killed in school mm -hmm. at Southwood Middle School in Palmetto Bay. A quiet 14-year-old honor student was killed in a bathroom at his Palmetto Bay Middle School yesterday morning. His throat apparently cut by a classmate in a shocking attack that paralyzed hundreds of families and terrified parents across Dade County. Jamie Rodrigo Goff was found bleeding to death in a second-floor restroom at Southwood Middle School around 8.30 yesterday morning by another student who saw a pool of blood and a pair of legs sticking out from a stall. He ran to get help, but paramedics were unable to save Jamie. Within hours, police focused on a fellow 8th grader who was identified as 14-year-old Michael Hernandez. He was charged late last night with first-degree murder. Such a serious charge indicates police believe the killing may have been planned. First-degree murder. Investigators found a cut against him believed to be the murder weapon. Horrible story. Interesting thing is that it says if there's ever been a homicide in Dade, this is in the Herald, in a Dade public school, even longtime veterans can't recall it. School board member Solomon Stinson has worked for the district since 1960 and said he can't remember a single precedent. But, of course, nobody's going to be talking about that very much today except the people involved because between the uh, Janet and Justin flap, the loose flap, oh, there he goes again, yanking it off, and the Danny boy, I mean, what's what's first on the agenda, really? I mean, what do we do? Danny. What do we do? Right. What are we going to do? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of hand wringing. Yeah. And being yes. overwrought. Right. Well, guess what? what? I don't care how many Dago, Jenny, <laughs> Walk, Greaseball, Goombas come out of the woodwork. Yeah, that's what we have to say to you, Danny boy, okay? You I mean, turn code. You is idiot. Turn you clown. Around. Yeah, he, was, he turned it around. Yeah, we did. He looked, <clears throat> turned around and farted right in Wayne's face. This will teach you, Baldy. I guess that's not much gratitude for Wayne selling him all that uh, cheap stock in the beginning, him and Shula. Yeah. Way back when Republic first came out and they got to buy. Right. It's not called insider trading, but it's the next worst thing. In fact, maybe they can be sitting right there holding Martha Stewart's gland. Right. Because I'm got, sure she's got a big one. They got a what? He got be a careful off. what you say now. Right. Be tip. very careful. Articulate very carefully. If you say tip, tip. make sure you <coughs> pop, pop your pop pee. peas. If you say teat, that's another story. Marino resigned. I saw this story. I was sitting on the throne this morning <coughs> reading yeah. my... Uh, National Post, 
And there in the sports section, buried in the bottom right-hand corner, was just a little bit of blurb, because let's face it, nobody here really cares about this. Thank God for that. They care a lot more about the fact that the Leafs lost to a girls team, the Blackhawks, 4-1 last night, but that's okay. Oh, you should have seen the local news last night. Oh, I can only, I can't even begin to imagine that. See, this is what Danny Boy, he knows how to do it. If there was anybody who could upstage Janet and Justin and that flap, then Danny's the boy. Dan Marino's tenure as a Dolphins top football executive ended before it really started, <laughs> says the Sun Sentinel. I mean, the whole idea was just another, it was just another publicity stunt to like try to pacify the angry fans. Everybody knew that. Maybe Danny finally caught on, or maybe he finally got smart for once in his life and realized that he's got that cush job on TV. He's got those two gigs going for over two million bucks a year. He can sit back, have all the rest of the time to diddle around with his family and diddle around with anybody else he wants, eat lots of pasta and just enjoy life. As opposed to being the next scapegoat for Wayne. And all of the assholes calling on this radio station. Oh, well, there's no question about it. He's going to be the new owner. Uh, you know, maybe only a couple of years, five years down the line. Danny figures to be the next owner. Right. God. How can there be so many stupid people in one place, you know? Jesus K. Christ. Anyway, Marino, who accepted a job as senior vice president of football operations three weeks ago and was beginning, scheduled to begin next week, surprised team owner H. Wayne Huizinga yesterday by telling him he would not rejoin the organization he led his quarterback for 17 seasons. Oh, my God. He surprised the Waynemeister, which we say, excellent job. Nice going, Danny boy. If it pissed off Wayne, we're pretty excited about Wayne it. Huizinga. In a statement released by the team, Marino said he wasn't prepared to make the significant lifestyle change that the position would require for him and his family. <laughs> In other words, he couldn't afford the pay cut. Oh, oh, that kind of lifestyle. Change. Which includes six children. So he backed out, creating an embarrassing situation for the Dolphins. An embarrassing. Right. Not bad enough that the Patriots just won that thrilling game. There was a game Sunday, you know. Not enough that huh? the Patriots won their second Super Bowl in three seasons, which really pisses off Dolphins. But now the fact that they thought they had their savior was back, that was going to wave his magic wand and make that... He's changing his lifestyle. Maybe he's going to shower with uh, Tom Brady. Anyway, for the Dolphins, whose decision to hire Marino was met with skepticism anyway by the media, the NFL, and many fans, including yours truly, because let's face it, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see through that thick pain in the ass glass. I mean, Jesus. I can't worry about perception at the stage of this game, Heisinga said. All we've got to do is put our best foot forward and see what happens. Don't trip now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he is one surly bitch. I'll tell you that, that Wayne. Always uh, blowing off at the media on this one. And I'm going to tell you something right now, and you can mark it down. Okay. If Broward County would change their mind and decide they wanted to build this facility, I will not play here. You're a liar. Because I will not have you guys looking at me for the next ten years saying, here's a guy that said one thing and went out and did something else. Hey, here's a guy that said one thing and went out and did something else. And then left everybody with a team that lost in San Jose late last night, 3 nothing. by the way, in case you uh, were sleeping in. Wayne says, I've got all the confidence in the world in the guys that are here, and we're going to be fine. Oh, we're fine. That's what Wayne said. Anybody buying it? No. Don't have a quarterback. Don't have any offensive line. Don't have any receivers. Don't have a coach. Other than that, we're fine. Oh, we're fine. Nobody's buying it, Wayne, man. You are really uh, SOL. Speaking of that, oh, let's. I don't know how we're going to get all this stuff in today. Plus, I think I'm going to be losing my voice around well, now. With some lard <laughs> and a shoehorn. Seriously, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do it. I've got, this rasp is back, and that pisses me off. Probably this uh, damn weather. Although it's sunny and beautiful today, it's like minus 7, whatever the hell that translates to. About, about what, 20? 
18, something like that. Scale here anymore. Anyway, uh, 2,215 votes on the poll yesterday. Now, I got this story about um, uh, Lycos. Yes. And the fact that uh, this this thing with uh, this flap has generated more response than anything in history on the internet. I mean, people are just falling all over each other to see Janet Jackson's titty. Okay. So all of this feigned outrage by the NFL and by CBS and by MTV and by Paul Tagliabue and everybody else involved, uh, give us a rest, okay? Give it a uh, give us uh, give us a break. Because it's the most uh, talked about thing, which proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that what I've been saying for years is true. America is so desperate, so repressed, so sexually constipated, almost as much as the Brits, which i got a great story on that in a minute. They want to see something. Please, please, let us see a little nipple of something, anything, just a little one. And, of course, we got the uh, nipple Nazis. No chance. Michael Powell, he's got, he's putting the thick thumb of the FCC down on it. And wait till you see what happens. Squirt, squirt. 2,217 votes. What's your take on Boobgate, the big flap, at the Super Bowl 38? And the, are there articles? I mean, I probably have to spend at least another two hours on this today. Right. In between all the uh, discussion of the primaries last night. Carries in, man. I'll tell you that right now. And Edwards, he talks a good game about how he won't take the second spot. Carry and Edwards would be unbeatable, that ticket. Yeah, it would. Is there any doubt about that? I really love your buddy Howard Dean, who's going on about, whoa, uh, we weren't disappointed. Oh, things well. came out things came out just as we expected. We got our ass kicked in every one of the seven states. <laughs> That's what he said. And, of course, your buddy Jew Lieberman. Oh, yeah. And then Hadassah, they That's said they're uh, not so tearful uh, goodbye. Is that that centrist? <laughs> yeah, that centrist <laughs> Jew Lieberman, that centrist orthodox Farbison, uh <laughs> 2,217 votes. What's your take on Boobgate? Grow up, America, you boobs. 1,158 of you said that. 52.2%. I mean, we're getting response on this website. If we actually had that many people listening, we'd have about 80 share right now. It's just uh, phenomenal. We don't, but we wish we did. Uh, it was totally contrived. I loved it, 328. I loved it. When can I see more? 321. Just go to neilrogers.com and you'll see lots more, including the Democratic slogan. Read my lips. No more Bush. Uh, it was totally contrived. I hated it. 219, 9.8% of this audience, maricones, obviously. Maricones, bugarones. It was shameful. The FCC should stick it to him, 130, 5.8%. Stick it to him, Michael Powell. Stick it. I, I would say to Michael Powell, just stick it. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Stick it up right. That's my message to you and the FCC. You prudish. What was the line in that uh, article yesterday? Overwrought. Prude. And oh, <laughs> I got it right here. Yeah. The overwrought prude says the National Post about Michael Powell and overwrought prude, and they are absolutely correct, sir. I think it really was an accident. Thirty-one silly people said that they couldn't really believe it. It was, yeah, it just it just uh, put out, you know. And I haven't seen it. You know how many said that? About thirty, man. Thirty still haven't seen it. One point three percent. I guarantee you, by the time that uh, we're reading this poll result now, uh -huh. they've seen it. How can they say that? It's on, it's on the same website that they go to vote on. It's on it's on every website. It's on right. if you it's on every TV channel. It's on your pop up toaster. If you look at your watch, there it is, <laughs> sticking right out, protruding. Grab it. You can wind it like the stem on your watch. I'm twisting it now. I'll bet you are. Hugh Lieberman drops out. Clark ekes out a win in uh, Oklahoma by just uh, less than 2,000 votes against Edwards. And Kerry came a strong third there in Oklahoma. 
How many Jews are there in Oklahoma? About 30, man. How many black people? About 30, man. Although, I don't know. Are there black folks in Oklahoma? I guess we could tell by the... Um... Alaska and Oklahoma when I meet one. No, no, seriously. Here's uh, Oklahoma. Sharpton got 3,938 votes. Now, you don't know white people voted for Al. Maybe no. one or two. So there's a few thousand scattered around on the old ranch. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. we got a heavy, heavy-duty schedule. We've got a good poll again today. How many uh, choices on there? Two, four, six, eight, ten. God. A lot of pressure, so you better uh, be eating your Wheaties, okay? Better be ready for it. Speaking of that, last time you looked at it, maybe you decided that it is just too small. It doesn't impress women. It definitely doesn't last as long as it used to. And, of course, Todd Reck is talking about your paycheck. So call Fast Train today and do something about it. Get yourself some real skills and a real career that goes along with having them skills and a real big fat paycheck that goes along with having them career. That's right. Call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to start that new high-paying computer career. In just four short, easy, painless months, Fast Train can help you get yourself a new high-paying computer career. And the demand for computer professionals continues growing like crazy, just like that growth on um, Moe's head. So pick up the phone and call Fast Train today, toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With seven locations, they got campus bound to be nearby you. Fast Train offers you job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify. And with day, night, and weekend classes, there's no excuse to stay in that dead-end job another day. And if you're registered now, you can have that new high-paying career. Let's see, it's February, March, April, May, by Junio. Right? See. So call Fast Train today after you check them out on the web at FastTrain.com because now you can have a big, impressive paycheck, too. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Absolutely. Bill cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle when he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humidor and humid whore. And in Arkansas, the term cedar box means saw her naked. Stars report can lead to going blind. Now Clinton, he was working hard late nights in the ovary office, working on a practical joke. He took a mac and noodle, put an exploding load in. Poor Monica was blowing rings of smoke. She lets out a giggle Every time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the behind But a cigar in her vagina She don't mind All people feel that Hillary's been Made a fool of by her husband Feel that Hillary was wronged. Up in the Lincoln Bay. 
bedroom. She was moaning, moaning. Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong. Cracked him. Bill's cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar and her vagina, she don't mind. Oh, candy, candy, yeah, just master is faster. Oh, yeah. What you gotta do is take a tip of Rillo and put it in a Ten twenty. What to lead into our poll for today? Which of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? Clinton Monica sex scandal, aka Penisgate. Justin Janet Super Bowl flap. G W Bush sends thousands of U S troops to war based on lies. G W Bush steals the two thousand presidential election. Enron rips off investors for millions. Michael Jackson molests cancer-stricken kid, alleged. Robert Blake kills Bonnie Lee, alleged. Oh, now he says that Christian Brando done it. And if that doesn't work, he says, how about the dog? The dog done it? <laughs> Martha Stewart Insider Trading, alleged. WQM fires Scott Farrell or WQM hires Mo Howard David. A pretty good list there of ten, now, which is the most obscene or outrageous. Where is that thing? Is that in here under Clinton? Where he says outrageous, outrageous, outrageous. One more time. Outrageous, outrageous. <laughs> oh, there's a pig report here. Sample Road in 441. Radar and unmarked cars use caution. Thank you very much, whoever faxed that in. Of course, by now there's probably a whole bunch of cars pulled off About 30, man. to the side of the road. Well, we're sorry. We tried our best. So the Brits, not to be outdone by us, they're acting up. 28 years ago, a four-letter, this is from The Guardian. 28 years ago, a four-letter outburst from Sex Pistol John Lydon on primetime TV was enough to cause a national scandal in Britain. But last night, he called an audience of up to 12 million people fuking see you next times. I can't, you can't say either word, so that's just, no. we have to play this little right. game, you know. It's the F word and the C word, fuking see you next times, and merited only 73 complaints. How do you like that? The right. singer's outburst came during ITV's smash hit, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here's live eviction program, where Lydon was told by presenters Ant and Deck that he hadn't been voted off the show by the viewing public. Oh, fuking, see you next time, he claimed, adding that he had hoped to be voted off so he could go trucking in the country. That's trucking. <laughs> ITV today apologized for Lydon's outburst and said it was looking into ways of delaying the broadcast of the daily live eviction show to edit out, edit out any offensive language. Art and Deck rushed to say sorry, albeit in their trademark ironic style. Ant, it's Ant and Deck, I'm sorry. Ant saying, oh, come on, John, and Deck adding, we have to apologize. We're incredibly sorry about that, but it is a live show. ITV has been hostage to fortune ever since it decided that the final section of the show in which the celebrities team learn who's going to be evicted goes out live. The rest of the show in a continuous coverage on ITV2 is recorded or goes out with a 15-minute libel delay. <laughs> and, of course, not to be outdone by the Brits, CBS is going to put in a delay. That's how we're going to handle it. That's how we're going to solve the problem. And, of course, it's obvious by the fact that they're putting the delay on there and they're not booting them off the uh, Grammy telecast. 
it's pretty obvious that they're really very concerned <laughs> and very I apologetic. They were exiled, aren't they? That's right. To Siberia. No, they're just going to put on a delay. Because can you imagine the tune-in audience for that? Now, just to see if somehow uh, they try to pull it off again, you know, some stunt or pull anything else off. Music stars Janet Jackson and Justin Tinkerbell will be allowed to appear at the Grammy Awards despite Jackson's televised flash, but the broadcast will be delayed to weed out any more surprises, officials said. Just like this show, just like talk shows in general. There's a little delay. I think it's about a 20-hour delay. Delay, delay. Delight. Jackson, whose breast was bared when Tim Tinkerbell ripped off her bodice in front of almost 100 million TV viewers at Sunday's football Super Bowl, causing a national scandal, will present an award at next Sunday's Grammys while Tinkerbell will perform. Both these artists will appear at the Grammys on Sunday as scheduled. Ron Roker of the Recording Academy, which organizes music's highest award, told AFP. But CBS Television has now told us they will add an enhanced delay to the telecast, he said. The boosted time delay will give the CBS TV network, which also broadcasts the Super Bowl, time to delete both inappropriate audio and video footage from the broadcast, CBS said. The new procedures to be put in place to safeguard against any unexpected or inappropriate content being broadcast during the awards ceremony because we're peeing in our pants. Now, how come all those phones are ringing like that? WQM, hello. Yes, uh, how about adding to the poll about most of us were outrageous uh, Rush Limbaugh's uh, drug use? Good one. Thank that is an excellent choice. Well, we can do it. Okay, just thought I'd pass it along. I thought it was a good choice and uh, figured I'd uh, think about it and, and pass it along to you. It's a fabulous choice, and thank you so much. And by the way, uh, Wilma says the shipping will be in at noon. Wilma! <laughs> Thanks, Pally. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, how about that? Let's put that on there. Rush drug... Uh, how do we want to word it? Rush Limbaugh's a junkie. Yeah, that's good. Rush Limbaugh turns out to be a junkie. Or how about finger-pointing Rush Limbaugh turns there out to be go. a junkie, yeah. Fat, hypocritical, finger-pointing Nazi Rush We can also put on there, as long as we're adding, I didn't want to, like, put a burden on Eric because I don't want to, whoa, you know, he's done such a fabulous job these last couple of days Eric since Burton. we're being inundated with billions of hits. It's amazing. But I was also thinking about how about Danny Boy. Oh, that's right, because uh, it's fresh. It is fresh, man. It's almost like a slap in the puss. It's fresh. <laughs> so Dan Marino... Tells Wayne to stick it. How's that? Okay. Well, I like I like wording it that way. Hey, Wayne. Nice going, Danny boy. I always uh, was on your side. Till you started uh, handing the ball off like a loaf of bread. I was always on your side. That's At any right. rate, uh, Danny boy says, uh-uh, I don't think so. I mean, really, how stupid can you be? I know he's not a rocket scientist. After all, he went to Pitt. But, um, Really? You know, I mean, why didn't he think about this in the first place? Although, you know, the good part of it is it, it just embarrasses Wayne and the organization. That's right. the part I like a lot. And it also gives this radio station just lots to have the people call in, well, what are we going to do? The, the doll fans wringing their hands even more than usual. So God let's God add that one on there, too. Now, you're passing these on to Eric, I'm assuming? We are. We Although Eric is so on game. top of stuff right now, you don't have to really worry about it. He is, whatever you said to him the other day, it really got him off his fat ass, boy. He is just so, he's so efficient that it's frightening. In fact, he's so efficient that what I'm thinking is that during the show every day, I'm going to like keep giving him updates on all of the stories. <laughs> just a joke. It's just a joke, Eric. There was just that one, okay? Just don't get all panicky now. Just a joke. You know, he's under a lot of pressure up there. 1027. Oh, and Tom Brady did go to Disney World. Did you see the pictures right on the front page of a lot of the newspapers? No. In fact, Tom's uh, puss was right under Janet's uh, exposed breast. It was a lovely thing. Hey, I'll tell you who will talk to you about Janet Jackson and her teat all day long, and that's Jeff Cohen, man. 
you'll have to travel long, far, and wide to find a pervert like Jeff at the Pizza Loft. He's a real wild and crazy kind of guy, our kind of guy, and the food is your kind of food. It's fresh, it's delicious, it's great. Every kind of pasta dish under the sun. they got chicken and veal and seafood, three different kinds of fabulous pizza, calzone, super subs, the best garlic rolls you've ever popped in your puss. I'll bet you George's life on it. Every Monday at the loft is lasagna night. Tuesday is eggplant night. Buy one of these dinners these nights. Get the second one for only 5 bucks. Wednesdays, like tonight, kids eat free with adults, and they can see Jeff's famous magic show. Wait till you see what he whips out. Thursday is bike night at the loft. Come on a motorcycle, buy one dinner, and get the second one for half price. If you want great Italian goodies at very, very modest prices, big, fresh portions, this is always the place. You can take it home. You can have it delivered, whatever. Eat it there. You can have it even for free if you know the rimmers. Call 954-916-8880 for takeout or delivery, 954-916-8880. You'll find a pizza loft in the original Broward location right there on University Drive between Griffin and 595 and a pizza loft plaza beyond Pier 1 Imports with loads and loads of free parking. Pizza loft, not the fastest, not the cheapest, but the best in the universe. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. One pill makes you drowsy, my friend, and it also makes you high. And the ones my housemaid gave me, they made me itchy all the time. Go ask Wilma. She'll keep you well supplied. Downing them goofballs, hillbilly heroine. Bring me to a higher astral plane. I can have a groove drug and not get busted thanks to my friends in a higher moral place. Go ask Wilma. She'll get you some horse and a handful of goofballs. <laughs> I'm back, my supplicants, and ready to build those ovens to burn cheese and other dissenters' friends. Let's extract the gold out of their teeth and donate the proceeds to the RNC as a show of blind support for our glorious leader, O.S. Wilma. <laughs> She'll get you through your show by putting logic out of proportion to justify your seething hate out my ass. I'm talking backwards, my little head friends. Remember what Rush Limbaugh said. All drug abusers should be dead. That's a person prescribed Jimmy, why you do this to me? Please, Amy. Why? I'm afraid. 10.34, 26 till uh, 11. We got the Mad Dog at 2. The Hopper is in the uh, studio. Bring a gas mask, Hank. You're going to have to work in that studio. I'm still getting over this crap from being there. Hank will be in there 4 to 7 with Ira Winderman 4 to 5. Hurricane warm-up at 7. 7.30, you got, I don't understand this. We're carrying the Hurricanes warm-up on QAM at 7. But then at 7.30, you got the Hurricanes against Rutgers as Scarlet Knights, which goes on till 8.30. Then we switched the game over to Waxy 790, one of our um, little underling stations, because at 8.30 we got Panther preview on QAM. 9 to midnight, it's the Panthers at the Phoenix Coyotes. There are probably about few people to see that. About 30, man. Got a brand-new arena. They're not throwing flies out there. Nice going, Gretzky. And uh, Eddie K. after the game, Joe and Mark overnight. Have you followed all that? Huh? Did you write it down on your wrist? What? 
Now, this fax you just sent me, this is special. Uh, they've been misspelled they, their own name, I think. Well, there isn't any name, and I don't blame them. It says, Neil, I'm tired of everyone making such a big deal of this Janet Jackson uh, thing. And K-N-O-W, now one has mentioned the performance of Beyonce Knowles, who's a hell of a lot higher than Janet Jackson will ever be, by the way. Even I know that. But beside that, and can also sing, but beside that. Yeah. It says, doesn't the NFL promote the team's cheerleaders? Don't now. Don't confuse this with the facts, okay? Don't start with that Debbie does Dallas crap again. I mentioned that the other day, and everybody, oh, don't say that. No, of course not. The NFL is upstanding and very uh, pure, man. They're like ivory uh, soap, right? Clean and pristine. Wait till you hear this story. You'll love this. Justin from the Sunset. This is talk about the Justin. Hey, Justin, yank it again, man. He makes me nauseous. Yeah. Isn't it amazing that the whole world, at least all of uh, America, is talking about? Two of the least talented people on the face of the globe. That's the only way they can get the publicity. Justin, we've been trying to tell you for years now. Bye, bye, bye. Don't go away angry. Just go away. Uh, just go away. Bye, bye, bye. Two of the same men who tried to sail a converted truck to the U.S. last year were aboard a floating vintage car caught chugging its way across the Florida Straits <laughs> toward the Keys from Cuba, relatives said. This is just the best. If you don't succeed the first time. Marcial Basanta Lopez and Luis Gras Rodriguez, who were brought back to Cuba after they failed to reach Florida and they converted 51 Chevy pickup in July, were allegedly at the helm of the newest vehicle boat conversion. You gotta hand it to them, man. They're creative. The U.S. Coast Guard wouldn't confirm today the status of the tail-finned 1950s car. Gee, I wonder if oh, it was like a Henry, a Henry J. You know, they sunk that truck. I hope they didn't sink this car. Oh no, I want it. Vintage. It says tail fin 50s car, which means right. it was either an old Cadillac or maybe a Henry J or a DeSoto. Mm -hmm. Tail fin 50s car are the origin of photos broadcast on TV yesterday. U.S. policy prevents the disclosure of information until the case is resolved, such as by repatriation, Petty Officer Sandra Bartlett said. Relatives told Basanta's cousin, Kiriat Lopez, Kiriat Lopez, who lives in Lake Worth, that they knew the men were planning a second escape attempt. My cousin isn't crazy. He wants to be free, Lopez said. That's how crazy he is, whatever that means. <laughs> Or maybe maybe what he meant is he wants to live here. That's how crazy he is. In the Havana neighborhood of San Miguel de Padron, Gras's sister said she was awaiting news. They are very brave, Valentina Gras said. When you're so sure of what you have to do, you cannot be afraid. That's what she said. I know what you're thinking. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> right. See, I beat you to it for once. For once in my life. Nice going, Neil. The old man did it. In the previous attempt, the truck boat was kept afloat by empty 55-gallon drums attached to the bottom as pontoons. A propeller attached to the drive shaft was pushing it along at 8 miles an hour. On the craft were nine men, two women, one small child, a partridge in a pear tree, and one of each variety of mammal on the face of the globe. The truck was sunk by the Coast Guard as, a, as hazardous to ocean navigation. After being returned to Cuba, several of the people on board applied for political asylum, but all but grosses were rejected. Gross's application was still being processed, but he'd become frustrated with the weight, Lopez said. Under U.S. immigration policies, as we know, that wet foot, wet back, dry foot, uh, dry back, Cubans who reach U.S. shores are allowed to stay, while those caught at sea are usually sent back for serious punishment. See, Maybe you can do like in the auto repair business back in Cuba. Maybe you can fix up some of them old jalopies we always see. Uh, and if you come to Canada, you can hop on a plane and go right fly right to Havana, I should mention that. Mm -hmm. We need the economy. Air Canada can use the help. So come to Toronto and hop on another plane and fly right to uh, Cuba. Cuba. I love these cartoons you sent, but they lose something in the translation. Are we putting any of these on the website? Oh, no, they, uh, Adam printed them up, so it's not like they were emailed to us. 
I guess oh, I see. one could research where they came from. It's kind of cute. They're, this is the one in Punxsutawney where they're uh, from the Orlando Sentinel's cartoon. There are all these hey, silly Adam, people with the high heads. The groundhog saw Janet Jackson's breast six more weeks of winter. That's cute. And the groundhog's got kind of like a befuddled look on its face. Well, I guess the groundhog has anyway. What are you putting me out, pulling me out of this thing for? Then another one. Which boob should be investigated? It's got two uh, drawings here. This is what, what's this from? From the um, L.A. Weekly. Lalo mm. Alcarez is the cartoonist. L.A. Weekly. It's uh, which boob should be investigated. Got a picture of Janet Jackson with an arrow pointing to her exposed breast. And then on the right, or, and it's got a, a caricature of G.W. Which boob should be investigated? I think it, it goes without saying, if you ask me. Now, just one more note on that delay on the Grammys. The length of the delay, increased from the usual five seconds, is yet to be determined. I think about a ten-hour delay would be safe. Right. So that we can pass it by Michael Powell and Jerry Falwell and all the other goody two-shoes. Right. They can call it live-ish. Yeah. The move by CBS came after the powerful FCC on Monday launched an inquiry into the Nipplegate scandal that stunned American audiences. Man, their growth is stunted, and they are stunned by just a little teeny tiny bit of flesh. I got the lowdown and the blowdown on that uh, thing she had on. And yes. you were wrong, and so was everybody else. I got it right here in the I, I, Toronto I Star. Said. Huh? I know exactly what it is. I see it quite clearly. What do you call it? It's a piercing. It's an elaborate piercing. It's a brooch, like they said. Metal disc. Metal disc. Okay. It's a metal disc. It's circular. And i got all the uh, blowdown on it here in a minute from the Toronto Star, no less. They're going to be selling these like hotcakes, like halava in Jerusalem Already is what it are. says. That's what it says here. Mm-hmm. Going to be selling like uh, paella in uh, Mexico City. 20 to 11 at 560 WQM. How many? Let's take a look at the poll before we do the break. Let's take a quick peek, see if anything's going on. Uh, Which of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? 184 votes. See, things are coming down a little bit. G.W. Bush sends thousands of U.S. troops to war based on lies, 77. G.W. Bush steals the 2000 presidential election, 56, as in Q, 56. I can't believe that Mo is competing on this. WQM hires Mo Howard David at 19. You haven't lost it, Mo. Enron rips off investors for millions, 10. Nine, Michael Jackson, uh, everything else single digits so far. It's just getting going. Danny and uh, tell Wayne to stick it doesn't have any. And what about Rush? Has Rush got anything on there? Uh, finger-pointing Rush Limbaugh turns out to be a junkie, only one. So they're just uh, getting into it. And, of course, most of it doesn't have to do with Nipplegate, so they're not too excited about the other choices. Hey, Interrex Diabetic is a good choice to make because it tastes great, a good meal re- a replacement drink that anybody can drink and enjoy because it tastes good for you and for P- uh, diabetics as well. Interrex Diabetic is sweetened with Splenda, which is made from sugar, so there's no nasty aftertaste like you get with almost all the other drinks, which contain aspartame and saccharin. Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they're in a big freaking hurry. Enterex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides you with all the essential vitamins and minerals you need for a healthy life. Plus, it's got fiber and antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol. Enterex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free. An 8-ounce can can provide 237 calories of easy-to-digest nutrition. You say it. Try Interex Diabetic once, and you'll never go back to whatever you were drinking before. You can pick it up all over town at Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro's, Sedano's, No Habla Inglés Ayí, CVS, and other local pharmacies, too. In fact, the makers are so sure you're going to love their product that they're giving away some free. That's right. You'll get a two-pack. You can get you a free two-pack with one sample of vanilla and one in chocolate, full-size samples, by calling their toll-free number, one 866 
368-3739, or you can order on their website at interxdiabetic.com. Just click on where it says free samples. Be sure to mention that Neil sent you by for the delicious one and get yourself an additional special gift. Here's that toll-free number again for your free two-pack of Interex Diabetic. Call 1-866-368-3739. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. Anytime they see that we're lacking in the poor, they about a headline that will lead you by the door. Who said, and said, is the one who gets. Now they have only one big dick. Don't worry about Sudan, we got them. Now we're all pumping and saying, you got them. We know the track is no more, you got them. Praise push like Jesus. Who say 9-11 is what they got you to do? Can't get any dumber than a one party country. You believe what they say, like the God or fool, as they use the state to the cool with truth of the election of we got them. Ten forty eight, twelve to eleven at five sixty WQM. We got a few entries uh, trickling in for our hot couple contest, and you can uh, submit your entries from now through uh, the thirteenth, which is a week from Sukkot, week from Friday, right? Right. And uh, just email those pictures. Go out there with your digital camera or your old brownie hound camera, whatever you got, and uh, take a picture. You can do it like, you know, at the hockey game like that one couple did. Right. Or like in your bedroom or like wherever the hell you want, on the ceiling, on the floor. And uh, email them to contest at neilrogers.com. Couple with the most uh, vote, And we'll put them up for voting the week of February 16th, the following week. Okay. Couple with the most votes wins their choice of either one of these prizes, trip for two to Hedonism in Jamaica or trip for two to the Royal Oasis Casino in the Bahamas. And the second place, the runner-up gets whichever one of those fine trips is left over. Third place, prize dinner for two at the Pizza Loft. Now, when we say dinner for a uh, trip for two, uh, are we saying what we're including in that or not? I don't want to start getting Miguel all nervous and jerky, but, you know. We'll get a clarification. If it is like it was last year, the, yes. one, the one, I don't know which one goes with which, one included airfare, and then one did not, but then the Yeah, that one... would be kind of nice to know. I don't want to get Miguel nervous, like I said. But uh, be sure and send him personal messages at that website, too, contest at neilrogers.com. And I will mention that many, many times a day if we don't get, like, a clarification on exactly what uh, these include and don't include, okay? Just so we can be, like, up and up. On the up and up, okay. we don't need any grief about phony contests like Cheap Channel is uh, doing every now and then. Mostly now and not just then. Anyway, here's uh, today's daily not-so-notable death report, thanks to one of our regular faxers out there who's obsessed with this, and it's good, except for them, I guess. 
Eleanor Holm, Olympic swimming gold medal winner and world record holder, became the first female swimmer to be chosen for three American Olympic teams, was booted off the 36 team in a scandal when she was caught drinking and playing dice on the ship bound for Berlin. Oh, my God. She went on to appear in several films, including a starring role in 38's Tarzan's Revenge. She died January 31st of kidney failure in her home in Miami at the age of 91. Oh, that's old enough. 91. I think 90 is old enough. George Tullock, original investor in Titanic Ventures Limited Partnership, the group that mounted the first Titanic salvage expedition in 1987, in recent years became involved in a project to try to locate the legendary lost city of Atlantis, died January 31st in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Of unstated causes, he was only 59. Well, maybe now we can find Atlantis. And Dennis O'Brien, military reporter for the Virginian Pilot newspaper, was one of the first embedded journalists in Iraq. He traveled with Charlie Company of the U.S. Marines, 2nd Light Armor Reconnaissance Battalion from January 2003 till June 2003 before returning to the U.S. and was said to be somewhat traumatized by his experiences in Iraq, died January 31st in an apparent suicide hmm. at his Norfolk, Virginia home at the age of only 35. Hmm. Suicide. Well, there you go. Chuck up another casualty from uh, W's war on Iraq. Is, uh, is Danny Boy doing anything on the poor or not? None. <laughs> 249 votes and nobody. Well, that's because it's our crowd, you know. If it was on the sports shows, of course, they wouldn't have 249 votes all week. But nevertheless, Danny Boy would probably have all of them. All, uh, how many votes would they get? About 30, man. In a week. That figures for QM.com. Oh, sorry, Josh. By the way, if anybody wants to take that turkey off Josh's hands, he'd like to hand it right over to you, just like the turkey that W handed the uh, soldiers at the Baghdad airport. Here you go. You take it. No, we don't want it. Let Mikey try it. Nobody wants to be involved with that QM.com. It is a real turd burger, man. Anyway, here's the inside story on uh, Janet's uh, nip. It says they didn't shield their eyes. Janet wore metal disc, not pasty. And the popularity of item likely to increase. What exactly was that thing on Janet Jackson's nipple? And more importantly, where can you get one? It asks. Mm -hmm. When Justin Tinkerbell accidentally, of course, ripped the leather breast cup <laughs> off Jackson's off Jackson's neo-Gothic courses during Sunday's Super Bowl halftime performance, the world caught an eyeful of breast and a little something else. Close inspection of photographs of the incident reveals that attached to Jackson's right nipple was a silver starburst ornament. Was it a pasty, some kind of clip-on nipple ring? Neither, neither. It was a nipple shield, according to Torontonians who are in the know, and it works like this. The ring fits around the protruding part of the nipple, and the piercing, or barbell, Skewers it, holding the shield in place. Right, like that drawing I drew. Their decoration, says Eric Gaudet, who works at the New Tribe on Queen Street West. The shop, which specializes in piercing and tattoo arts, has several models in stock, ranging in price from about... About 30, man. 30 bucks to 80 bucks. Some are plain, others more detailed, like Jackson's. We don't sell many, he says. A lot of people in the S&M crowd use them, and some in the gay community use them. Gay. Generally, nipple shields will be worn only briefly, Gaudet says, when you want to spice things up a little bit. Sasha von Bonbon, sex columnist and burlesque dancer, has seen a handful of people wearing the items at fetish parties and expects to see a lot more in the wake of Jackson's performance. This occasion will certainly increase their popularity, she said. Nothing like TV to make people do things. <laughs> How perceptive she is, Sasha von Bonbon. Gaudet agrees. He says he dealt with countless queries about labrettes. Steel piercings used primarily around the mouth and lips, similar to those worn by David Draymond of the band Disturbed. Celebrity trends definitely affect the sales of certain items, he said. Labrettes. I thought that was a beer. Labrests? 
As for the comfort factor, the heavier they are, the less comfortable. For some people, says Sasha, that's obviously the point. And if you were wondering whether or not the metal was a touch nippy, so to speak, Sasha points out that like any jewelry, the, the metal will be warmed by the body. How do you like that? Yeah. Got a good article here, too. I'm not going to. We got just too many of them. Uh, I'll probably read just a few. About 30, man. Take, take me till midnight. I mean, this thing just it has no. It has a life of its own. It never ends, you know? It's, and of course, now that it's segueing into the Grammys with its 45 year delay, Vinay Menon, who writes in the Toronto Star, wrote yesterday Drop the outrage. Bra play was blase. Blase is what he said. Mm hmm. I'm not going to read the, the first 90% of it. He says, U.S. President George W. Bush, who in a pregame interview said he planned to watch the Super Bowl with family and friends, bowed out of the nipple controversy. I don't want to admit it, but because this White House starts early, I missed it again, Bush told reporters. Saw the first half, did not see the halftime. I was preparing for the day and fell asleep. Right, it says. Other high-ranking Americans were not as disingenuous or diplomatic. Michael Powell, the chairman of the FCC, blasted MTV and CBS, both owned by Viacom, and said the federal regulator would launch a swift and immediate investigation. He called the incident a classless, crash, and deplorable stunt. All this shock and horror and moral outrage were tough to understand. Doesn't Powell watch American TV? Sex is everywhere. Sex sells, especially in the music business, whether it's Little Kim exposing her breast on the red carpet, or Britney French kissing Madonna, or Nellie imploring young women to take off all their clothes. And the Super Bowl, the most watched event of the year, symbolizes the nexus between commerce and spectacle. For 1999, viewers could have even purchased that halftime package, including the lingerie bowl, a tackle football game between two models of scantily clad female models. There were commercials Sunday night featuring lesbian kisses, farting horses, and spots for erection-enhancing drugs. Paraphrase of a tagline warning, an erection that lasts more than four hours is not normal, and you should seek immediate medical attention. Daddy, what's an erection? I doubt that anybody under the age of 35 was shocked by the fleeting sight of Jackson's pierced nipple. Was this planned? Was it ahem, a wardrobe malfunction? Doesn't matter because to an entire generation it was about as shocking as a cup of hot chocolate. Ironically, one of the bands that played during the pregame show was Duran Duran, a group that earned some controversy more than 20 years ago for its risque Girls on Film video. Today, that 1982 video would elicit mostly yawns from bored toddlers, and that's the interesting thing about the nipple controversy. Grown-ups are either willfully blind or hopelessly naive when it comes to what the kids are watching these days, and you are... Absolutely correct, sir. Right, just like the language thing. Oh, my God, the kids are going to hear those words. <laughs> right. Please, as George would say, white man, please. Yeah. Isn't that what you always say? Crack a flea. 1056 at 55. Isn't that what Polly used to say? Polly, want a cracker, please? 1056 at 560 WQAM. Let me tell you about your mattress, man. If it's uh, had it, it'll tell you. Your back will feel it in the morning, and you won't be worth a crap all day long. If you got a good mattress, one that's really brand new and outstanding and brand name from Dollar Mattress, you'll get a great night's sleep every night. So that's the way you want to go, because if you're not getting a good night's sleep, you feel like crap. Don't get ripped off now, because President's Day is less than two weeks away, which means the mall stores and showrooms are going to be running their annual phony sales in which they double up the price, and then they say, hey, look at this, we're giving you half off. Forget about that. If you want real rock-bottom prices on the best mattresses going all year long, every day, even on circus, call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's the number for Dollar Mattress. No bait-and-switch, no phony sales. they got all the top names at rock-bottom prices. Sealy, Inserta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and now even Stearns and Bananas Foster. Choose from dozens of models at low everyday discount prices. And they give you that two-hour delivery window that meets your schedule any day, seven days a week, when it's convenient for you between 8 and a.m. and 10 in the p.m. Dollar Mattress is mighty proud of their overall customer satisfaction, and I guarantee you, when you call them the first time, you'd never think of calling anybody else again. I've been using them for years, and even George and Boca Brian, Miguel and Fatboy 
are calling Dial a Mattress now. If you want a great night's sleep, if the old mattress has had it, call them right now. They'll be there before the end of the day. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Or check them out online at mattress.com. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Sixty WQM, your desperate station for the new millennium. Uh, we got a well, we got many, many great stories on our website, if I say so myself. But one headline: Chutzpah. Thy name is Pearl. Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. Well, Richard Pearl, it is fabulous. It's much too long for me to read on the air, but uh, take a peek at it, okay? In between, looking at the filthy pictures and the cartoons, stuff like that. And if you can't read, have somebody read it to you. You'll love it. About Richard Pearl. You like this story? Photos lead. Uh, I'm, I'm stalling, you know, because I got these 80 million uh, Justin and Janet stories, including the uh, the record setting. The internet may collapse under the weight of the tremendous demand for uh, pictures and slow mo and freeze frame and stories and inside edition and outside innies and outies. It's it's phenomenal. It's amazing. And like I said before, it goes to show you that America is so... De- I thought that only the Brits were emotionally constipated. No. Just a matter of degree. And, of course, keep in mind that they were our uh, our forefathers. Just remember, the Puritans left Britain because they didn't like it there. Right, exactly. And so that, that's why they brought it all here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, photos lead to charges and alleged gang rape. It's always a good idea when you have a gang rape to photograph it and take it to, like, you know, one-hour photo. <laughs> right, well, what would you do? That's uh, I would take it right down to Walmart. Gang rape is funny. Well, anyway, prosecutors in Salt Lake City, no less, oh, man, have charged three suspected gang members with sexual assault and other counts after pictures taken of alleged gang rape surfaced at a one-hour Photoshop. Gang rape is funny. Get out of here. An employee at the Photoshop discovered pictures of several men engaged in sex acts with an apparently unconscious 13-year-old girl. Uh, Authorities said the attackers were posing for the camera and flashing gang signs. I wonder what else they were flashing. Investigators said they traced a license plate shown in the photos of a West Valley City residence in Salt Lake City. The owner of that house directed them to another house he owned that was vacant because of remodeling. Investigators recognized that house as the one depicted in the photos. At the scene, they found earrings, later determined to be uh, belong to the alleged victim, and vomit. They found puke. They found two of the suspects at a different house. They also found gang paraphernalia and a Kodak 
Advantix camera, the same kind used to take these sexual explicit photos. A Kodak Advantix camera. Anybody buys Kodak, that's the one thing I'll agree with Imus on, you know. Even though I'm from Rochester and I love Eastman Kodak, or at least I did it 100 years ago, but forget about it. Obsolete. It, obsolete is a compliment, to be honest with you. In fact, that's the first thing that comes to my mind besides Rochester when I think of Eastman Kodak. Obsolete. And that was a long time ago, before them little slanty-eyed Japs started moving in on their business. Oh, don't say that. Don't be picking on them Fuji people. Lycos 50 Daily Report. Janet makes history. All right. It is shocking, man. It's not just our website. All right. I'd like to think it was just us, but of course we already knew that it wasn't. Every, anybody's got a website, even like weeklyreader.com. I mean, everybody <laughs> is just bombarded. Oh, where can we see it again? Oh, Jesus. I hate to break the bad news to you, but it, it wasn't really her breast. It was a stunt breast. Right. It was a body double. Now, don't say that. Don't say that. We'll burst their <laughs> bubble. Janet Jackson exposing her breast during the Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday night has proved to be the most searched event in the history of the Internet. You don't have to search. Just go on neilrogers.com. Right. I think we got the best photos. We got the close-up. We got we got Justin just yanking right. that baby right off of there, we ripping do. it in a slow-mo freeze frame. We do because I searched hundreds of pages to make sure that we got the best, most detailed one. On Monday... Janet Jackson and the halftime show received 60 times as many searches as the Paris Hilton sex tapes and any time, 80 times, I'm tongue-tied, I can't even say it, 80 times as many searches as Britney Spears. Boy, when you top Britney, man, then you're in heaven. Yeah. Jackson was searched 50 times for every request for, for the topic that normally dominates on the day after the game, Super Bowl commercials. Let me say it again. Jackson was searched 50 times for every request for the topic that normally dominates on the day after the game, Super Bowl commercials. She also received 270 times as many searches as the streaker who ran on the field before the second half. Well, and, and this is what really depresses me. And 350 times as many searches as Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady, who I guarantee is a hell of a lot prettier than Janet Jackson any day of the week. Janet probably has a better nip. Janet Jackson wasn't the only person involved in the stunt. Of course, Justin Tinkerbell received 40 times as many searches as he does on a normal day. How many does he get on a normal day? About 30, man. Probably. Prior to this week, the most searched event in the history of Lycos 50 over a one-day period was the 9-11 attack on America, although it's very difficult to compare searches for the two events. It looks like the Super Bowl halftime show was the equal of 9-11 when it comes to Internet attention. That is, to put it bluntly, mind-blowing. I'm glad they said that. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Locked in. Just goes to show you, man. Why is it difficult to compare? It says the Super Bowl halftime show was a single event. Searches revolved almost entirely around two phrases, either Super Bowl halftime or Janet Jackson. Everybody knew exactly what they were looking for. On 9-11, however, nobody really knew what they were looking for. Confusion about what had happened, not to mention multiple attacks, caused Lycoast users to search for a huge number of different terms, from the places attacked World Trade Center, Pentagon, New York City, to those attacking us, Osama bin Laden, Taliban, to a hoax about prediction of the attack, Nostradamus. Remember that crap? Yeah. Oh, Nostradamus predicted this was going to happen. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. Just like everything else he predicted. Uh. Nostradamus. <laughs> When's the last time I played that? Tonight on the Discovery Channel. It's coming up. See, all we need is a little bit of uh, incentive to dig back into the files and resurrect some of these golden goodies. Anyway, now it says when you add all those different terms together, you get less than, oh, Jesus. When you add all those different terms together, you still get less than half as many search requests as we received on Monday 
for Janet Jackson and the Super Bowl halftime show. However, you also have to consider the massive rise in searches for terms like breaking news and latest news on 9-11 and searches for news organizations from CNN and Fox. You should pardon the expression. There was no similar rise in searches for news organizations on Monday, with one exception, the unctuous Fudge Report, which posted pictures of the exposed breast. And by the way, Miss Fudge did a pretty crappy job. We got you beat sideways to hell. Received 30 times the searches it gets About 30, man. on a normal day. And the increase in news searches on 9-11 are the all-specific searches for 9-11-related uh, topics. You add them together, and the total is roughly equivalent to the number of searches for Janet Jackson in the halftime show. Still, the fact that a single breast received as much attention as the first attack on U.S. soil in 60 years, it says here, is beyond belief. Using their words, beyond belief. Beyonce belief? Right. Oh, boy, it's a good thing I just looked down here again. Why? Wanna why? Well, I, I just had a uh, <laughs> malfunction there at the junction. Good thing I looked down real quick. Didn't poop your pants again, did you? No, not yet. Oh. Well, not until I get to these other 500 stories on the uh, flap. <laughs> and how many more days can we uh, continue talking about this? About 30, man. Jesus Christ Almighty. And probably the Grammys. Do you have any idea what kind of a tune-in audience is going to be for that? Not now that they've announced that delay. What's the perk? Oh, people want to see, oh, is it going to really work? Are they going to try to do something? Will we Will we be able to see if they really bleep something out? You know? You know how that goes. She'll have a standing ovation when she goes up there to present that award. You think? I know so. They'll be, they'll be howling. Right. They'll be hooting and screaming and howling like the Letterman audience. I mean, making those, uh, like the <laughs> Arsenio audience. Yeah, that's the Arsenio audience. They'll be, hoo, 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 like that. Like a bunch of orangutan, like uh, Prudence on Passions or whatever her name is. Patience. Prudence. 346 votes on the poll, which is shocking in itself. It's only like 10 after 11. I mean, where does this stop? You know what I'm saying? It which doesn't. of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? G.W. Bush sends thousands of U.S. troops to war based on lies, 141. G.W. Bush steals the 2000 presidential election, 100. And everything else compared to those two is way, way behind. WQM hires Mo Howard David at 26. Absolutely. That was obscene. Enron rips off investors for millions, 22. Clinton Lewinsky sex scandal, penis gate, 17. Michael Jackson molest cancer-stricken kid, alleged, 13. WQM fires Scott Farrell, a dozen. Finger-pointing Rush Limbaugh turns out to be a junkie, 11. Dan Marino tells Wayne to stick it, 3. Robert Blake kills Bonnie Lee, alleged, 1. And none yet for Martha Stewart Insider, trading alleged, or Justin Janet Super <laughs> No votes! Zero! For the Justin Janet Super Bowl flap. Well, thank God for this audience. You know what? After all these years, they finally restored my uh, faith in them. Nobody finds it obscene, shocking, outrageous, unacceptable. They just want to see it over and over again. That's all. WQAM, hello. I love my OxyContin. Thank you. Thanks, Rush. He'll be on at noon, by the way, on another station. WQAM, hello. You miserable bitch. Oh, haven't heard from her in a long time. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five hasn't been able to get through. It's wow. been uh, so whipped up. That that must be the first sign that things are like calming down a little bit. Oh, and yesterday. Oh, I got to tell you this. You will just die. All right. When I tell you this, you know how they have ready to go. these little tiny focus groups. Seven people here. You know yeah, when the yeah, yeah. when the elections are on. Right. So last night MSNBC they had one of their uh, fat reporters out there in um, was it Arizona? It doesn't make any difference. I guess Arizona. Oklahoma. Somewhere. I don't know. No, there were seven dark folks. They don't have oh. them in Oklahoma. So anyway, they're sitting around in some room, and they're thinking about who they're going to vote for, who they support, yada, yada, yada. 
So the after after the voting goes on, we come back to them later on. Here's a bald-headed black guy, like like complex, kind of like Troy Stratford, bigger head though. Okay. And he's sitting there, and the guy goes to him first. He says, "And Reverend Jones, what are your thoughts on the?" Uh... Oh no. <laughs> and I thought to myself, he's everywhere. He is abs- I can't get away from it, no matter where the hell I go. You're gay. Yeah, Reverend Jones. I just about peed my pants. I hear John Dean just about, I mean, uh, Howard Dean, I made the same mistake they always make. Howard Dean just about peed his pants, too. That is when he saw the results. Oh, we're doing just fine. Oh, we're fine. Yeah, we got like 7% here, 5% over there, 11% over here. <laughs> Pretty weak, man. Pretty lame, Howard. Of course, we all knew that Howard was lame. Absolutely. That's not the one we're talking about. Well, you know, he, he, he deserves credit. He did some exciting things, but now mm-hmm. he has to make way for the real contenders and not just be the pretender no more, kind of like uh, Jew Lieberman did last night. You know that they were talking about having John Edwards as the running mate. He was he was on the short list for Gore's running mate four years ago. Okay. Now it goes to show you. That's why everybody's <laughs> running away if Al Gore endorses you. Now it goes to show you what a bad choice Al Gore made. Bad right. advice. That would have cinched it. If he would have picked John Edwards as sure. opposed to Orthodox Hoy. Jew Lieberman, he'd have won by a landslide. Sure. They wouldn't even been able to fix the election. Would have got all those fence sitting goobers. On oh the man, what a what a shame, Al. You're such a loser. 1113 at 560 WQM. Welcome in the Chinese New Year with the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet from now through February 8th, which means another four days. Join the Emerald Coast for their traditional Chinese New Year specialties. Holiday specials include roasted duck, suckling pig, sweet and sour fish, and an assortment of Chinese dumplings served every day during the New Year celebration. With every meal, every child receives a traditional Chinese New Year lucky charm. And, of course, as usual, they got the regular buffet delights as well, a whole crap load of them. Start out with any of six different soups. Try them all if you like. Dozens of succulent entrees, the likes of which you seldom have seen anywhere. New York Strip made to order in their sizzling Asian grill. Their new seafood Saint Jacques, oysters on the half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp scampi. They have hand-carved prime rib. Their new Thai specialties, too. A full salad bar, a new sushi bar, and fresh shrimp cocktail as well. And don't forget, no MSG, no cornstarch, no crap in the cooking. They cook everything only with cholesterol-free oil, too. And if you have some room left at the end of this incredible pig out, just pace yourself, save room for dessert because the dessert station is worth it. Featuring Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit as well. Three locations for of the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet in Sunrise, Pine Island of 44th Street, on Collins Avenue just north of 163rd Street in North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. Take the entire family or book your next business luncheon right now and let the good folks at Emerald Coast cook up a storm for you. Take out and delivery available too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. It is an amazing feast at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. Tonight on the Discovery Channel, Nostril Donis. What did he really say? In the year 1999, two great silver-winged mechanical birds will crash into a building. Now, two buildings. And no one's going to buy this. Two giant tretididles will fly to the great city, plunging into mountains. No, no. There's no mountains in the city. Well, some could have some, I guess. Wait, wait. Here we are. In 1961, it will be the only year that will be read the same way upside down. 
No, no, no. All right, here we go. In the year 2525, if man is still alive... Ow! This pinching. Wish they'd hurry up and invent underwear. Nostril Domus, tonight, only on the Discovery Channel. I didn't know he knew Zagreb Evans, did you? No. 1119 at 560. I was just reaching back for something here off the uh, fax. Oh. Off the copier. Off the copier fax uh, scanner or uh, whatever it is. Printer. It's back to business as usual at the main branch of the U.S. Postal Service in Manhattan after tests of a powdery substance discovered inside have been ruled non-toxic. The powder was said to have fallen from a standard-sized envelope inside the facility, but after testing, inspectors found no cause for alarm. Hazmat crews were called out after two reports of white powder discovered in two Manhattan postal facilities at the main post office at 8th and 33rd Street and the Morgan Postal Facility nearby. A white powder fell out. One of your former friends, by the way, showed up to an investigator. <laughs> a postal service spokesman said the substance found at the Morgan Postal Facility turned out to be dust from some sheetrock. You ready for that? No. So first they thought it was like maybe anthrax or rice, and it turned out to be nothing more than a pile of sheetrock. The investigation continues into the white powder found at the Farley Post Office. And powder found in an envelope at a mail processing center where anthrax was discovered in 2001 in Wallingford, Connecticut, has turned out to be? Yeah. Wood ash. Oh, that, yeah, you told me. Tested negative for rice, and it turns out to be just wood ash. The That's gray what? sandy powder was found Monday night, leaking out of an envelope addressed to the Republican National Committee. <laughs> oh, now it's their turn, huh? Remember, it was all Democrats with the anthrax, so I guess they're testing out the ricin on the Republicans. Well, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. You'll be pleased to know we have only like another half a dozen stories on Justin and Jan, and then we can like put the flat to rest for a few minutes. Okay? Okay. Well, we sure don't over want to overdo it, do we? Yes. Sure, milk it for all we can, man. That's my comment about that breast thing. Milk it for all you can. Squeeze it, manipulate it, and uh, go with it. Run with it. Justin rips booby trap. Everybody has got this is in the Daily News today. Now even Justin is mad at Janet. Justin Tinkerbell is telling friends that Janet Jackson blindsided him with the last-second breast-bearing addition to their Super Bowl act, sources say. The pop star's tiff over Sunday's bosom bombshell came as the head of MTV, which produced the halftime show for CBS, blamed Jackson for the peep show seen by an audience of 89 million. Janet Jackson engineered it, MTV chief executive Tom Freston said. We were punked by Janet Jackson. Oh, you know who was on the biography last night? Biography channel? I give up. Sal Mineo. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Remember Sal Mineo? No. You don't yeah, remember don't Sal Mineo with the James yeah, Dean? I've seen him around oh, okay. and heard the name and yeah. Sal Mineo. He's still dead, by the way. Sure. And he was gay. She lied to him at Timberlake Pal told the Daily News. Justin had no prior knowledge of the shenanigans. He thought there was going to be a red bodice. When he ripped off her top, and lo and behold, there was a nipple. Oh, God, there's a nipple there. Well, he doesn't know too much about that stuff, I guess. Uh, even I would have known that. Another friend of Tinkerbell said Jackson begged him for days to team with her for the Super Bowl, in which they performed his song, Rock Your Body. She took advantage of him, the friend said. She's a 37-year-old singer who's using a hot young star <laughs> to keep her career alive. He's about oh. as hot as the Arctic Circle. Jackson apologized, Monday, admitted she gave the show's producers no warning that she was planning any bodice bust-out. It was not my intention for it to go as far as it did, she said. Meanwhile, don't expect a replay of the Dirty Dancing Act at Sunday's Grammy. CBS, which is also televising the award show, said it will use a videotape delay during the broadcast. 
Jackson is still scheduled to be a presenter, and Tinkerbell is still scheduled to perform. Wouldn't that be something if he, like, whipped it out? Or he tried to whip it out, and it turned out it was, uh, like, nothing there. He's got an He's an old smoothie. Now, MTV points finger of blame at Jackson. See, everybody's pointing the finger now. Time Warner seeks refund of advertising money. <laughs> oh, this is great. Singer Janet Jackson masterminded the Super Bowl halftime stunt and left her right breast exposed and prompted a federal probe into TV indecency, the head of MTV said yesterday. Janet Jackson engineered her. We just got through reading that. The blame on Jackson comes on the second day of fallout after pop idol Justin Tinkerbell tore off half of Jackson's black leather <laughs> bustier while the pair were singing a duet. Where the hell is this guy's name in here? I don't see where the hell he comes hey. from. Uh, the guy who produced the halftime show for CBS said Tinkerbell was informed of the stunt just moments before he took the stage with Jackson. Now, wait a minute. He was informed of the stunt just moments before he took the stage with Jackson? Uh -huh. The stunt, which Tinkerbell said was due to a wardrobe malfunction, sparked widespread uh, viewer complaints. Freston said neither CBS nor the NFL has rescinded or demanded a refund of MTV's production fees, but sources familiar with the situation said the incident could possibly cost CBS and the NFL millions of dollars, millions and millions and millions. In fact, the sources told Reuters that Time Warner Inc. Where, where is this from? This particular story is from Reuters? No, it's from MSNBC. No wonder. No wonder nobody watches them. It's a piece of crap. I should have just moved on to something credible. In fact, I'm going to go to the other one. After paying for a halftime show and instead getting a peep show, AOL may demand some of its money back. The Super Bowl was supposed to be AOL's chance to shine. The first salvo in its new $200 million advertising came in. And, of course, on this show, we hate AOL like poison. We despise AOL. They're the devil. In fact, I'll tell you this, George even hates AOL more than he hates <laughs> Bell. No. I mean, no. Well, let me try it again. More than he hates <laughs> South. No. Almost as much. No. Well, close. No. The, uh, instead, it's $10 million sponsorship of the halftime show and numerous commercial spots turned into a disaster because of Janet Jackson's inability to keep her clothes on. What disaster? <laughs> the whole world is talking about this now. This is the only thing anybody cares about. There are people dying, all kinds of crap going on. There's rice in the mail. Nobody cares about these things. Uh, we had seven elections last night. Anybody care? No. No. Even the candidates, as soon as the uh, primaries, as soon as the numbers were in, where do we go back and see that replay again? Her stunt prevented AOL from streaming the halftime show online, which was part of its original deal. Aha. Well, why couldn't they have, like, bleeped that out? Are they that inept? Are they that incompetent? Maybe that's why we hate them. AOL spent yesterday disting itself from the controversy. While AOL was the sponsor of the Super Bowl halftime show, we did not produce it, the company said in a statement. Like the NFL, we were surprised and disappointed with certain elements of the show. AOL has doubled its advertising budget this year, hoping to attract more users. Last year, the company lost 2.2 million subscribers, and anybody with a brain will say one thing to AOL. Bye, bye, bye! Immediately, if not sooner. I'm banging in the butt, honey. Okay! Hey guys, you wanna cheer up? Have Britney sit on your face. Alright! Make that old acne clear up when Britney sits on your face. Yes. Forget about your wife or girlfriend now. Kneel and say grace. Better shave off that beard and stash their ace. Pick up the pace. You're really gonna love it when Britney sits on your face. 
Imagine the view above it when Britney sits on your face. Bent over, it looks like a frown when Britney starts sitting down. Britney sits on your face. Yeah, Britney sits on your face. Imagine Britney Spears leaving her clothes all over your floor. Knowing in just a minute or two, you're gonna score. Oh! Wipe off that dinty beast stew before Britney sits on your face. Careful not to bite or chew when Britney sits on your face. Stop dreaming and clean up your place. Cause she wants a brand new face. Your dreams. 1132 at 560 WQM. This just in, the Massachusetts High Court today ruled that only full equal marriage rights for gay couples, rather than civil unions, would meet the edict of its November decision, erasing any doubts that the nation's first same-sex marriages would take place in the state beginning in mid-May. The court issued the opinion in response to a request from the state Senate about whether Vermont-style civil unions, which conveyed the benefits but not the title of marriage, would meet constitutional muster. The much-anticipated opinion sets the stage for next Wednesday's Constitutional Convention where the legislature will consider an amendment that would legally define marriage as a union between one man and one woman. Without the opinion, Senate President Robert Tavellini said this vote would be delayed. The Supreme, court, uh, the Supreme Judicial Court ruled in November that same-sex couples have a constitutional right to marry and gave the legislature six months to change state laws to make it happen, or else. But almost immediately, the vague wording of the ruling left lawmakers and advocates on both sides of the issue uncertain if Vermont-style civil unions would satisfy the court's decision, and they said, uh-uh. So there you go. So there's another big flap in Massachusetts. Look at how many votes we got, man, in an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. 451 votes. What What is going on here, man? Thank you again, Janet. I'm not going to say thank you, Justin, because he makes my skin crawl. Plus, he's blaming her for he's put right. it all on her ass. And, okay? and she uh, took the responsibility, even though she's lying. That's right. She. What does she care? Her family's right. got so much other uh, heavy uh, duty crap going right on. on. What the hell does she care about she this? She should say, "Yeah, I planned it that way." What'd you think? Right. Give her all the credit for it. Right on. Go out and buy Janet Jackson's new album, okay? Go out and buy her new single or new album and uh, a whole bunch of stuff. I and one of those, uh, and just and one, of those plan- one of those metal discs too. Damn straight. 451 votes. Which of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? Let's start at the bottom, okay? Let's start right down there at the bottom. Rectum. 400, like I said, 452 votes. Robert Blake kills Bonnie Lee, alleged only one. Justin Janet, Super Bowl flap, only one. How do you like that, Michael Powell, you asshole, you prude, you idiot? You, what is it again? Overwrought prude. <laughs> One for Martha Stewart, insider trading alleged. Eight, Dan Marino tells Wayne to stick it. WQM fires Scott Perel, 13. Michael Jackson molests cancer-stricken kid alleged, 14. Finger-pointing Rush Limbaugh turns out to be a junkie, 14. Clinton Lewinsky sex scandal, 22. Enron rips off investors for millions. About 30, man. QM hires Mo Howard David at 32. He's in third place, but a weak third. Way, way behind W. He can't hold a candle to him. G.W. Bush steals the 2000 presidential election, 130, and George W. Bush sends thousands of U.S. troops to war based on lies, 186, 41.1% out of nearly 500 votes. Damn. Shocking, isn't it? WQAM, hello. 
Hey, guy, any news on the uh, hurricane signing uh, Willie Williams? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T <laughs> and Verizon. I heard they hired, they signed Walt No Neck Williams is who they signed. Isn't that correct? Yeah, Even okay. George can verify that. Walter No Neck Williams just signed with the Hurricanes. A 20-year deal. WQAM, hello. Pathetic asshole. And you, know, you wonder why we don't take a lot of calls. <laughs> no, we just why? drop in one here and one there. Hey, only once a day, you idiot, you moron. You schmuck. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, I'd like to say that the only people who should be getting upset over uh, Janet's breast is yes. National Geographic uh, magazine because okay. she plagiarized them from a 1965 issue, uh, Kenya's Got Game, you know, right down to the Starburst Cluster. Who, who was it? What were you saying? George? Me? Oh. Yeah. Hank Hill. He sounded like Hank Hill, a cartoon character from TV. Oh, that was Hank Hill. No five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, and speaking of that, I'm glad he brought that up, even with that uh, fake voice. Let me just say this to you, okay? National Geographic, their uh, TV shows. Right. How about PBS when they do those documentaries and they oh, show those no, like no. uh that's huh? different. That's not prurient. I see. No okay, so in other words, but, but I thought that that nipple in the breast was dangerous. And the, were these shows that I'm talking about are within that family viewing time, <laughs> right? Before like everybody uh, under the age of 100 is asleep. Listen, you don't get it. The breasts of underdeveloped peoples are not dangerous. I see. Well, thank God I just right. discovered that. It's kind of like they're animals. Anyway. Bob says, did anyone ever think that Justin Tinkerbell was right when he talked about a wardrobe malfunction? After all, it probably was designed for both breasts to be exposed. No, Justin couldn't finish as usual. Excellent point, Bob. As far as the Grammys go, don't worry. The next step will be to have the nightly network news on a tape delay so the FCC can approve right at all stories before they air, uh, aired. It says, Kerry or Canada in 04. <laughs> Very good. That may be one of the best factions of all time. Thank you, Bob. Oh! I'll make way for you at the border. We'll have you cleared to come on in. Justin Janet and Weapons of Mass Distraction, writes uh, my good friend Katrina Vandenhoevel in The Nation. I, I never used to read anything until our, our astute listeners. Well, I guess I'm, I'm paying a lot more attention to The Nation website now, which is great. Plus, it's a lot cheaper than going out and buying a magazine. Anyway, Katrina writes, Justin Janet and Weapons of Mass Distraction. The investigation will be thorough and swift, Powell said yesterday. Our nation's children, parents, and citizens deserve, deserve better. That would be Michael, not Colin. Powell, and this is not about that investigation of those pesky missing WMDs. It's that high-level probe into who knew what and when about how Janet Jackson's breast, adorned with a silver nipple guard, was exposed by pop idol Justin Tinkerbell before millions of upstanding Americans during the Super Bowl halftime show. Surfing Tuesday morning shows, I blurrily counted more time devoted to heated discussion about what Tinkerbell called a wardrobe malfunction than to debate about the administration's hyping and cherry-picking, excuse the word, of intelligence in order to mislead the nation into war. But I'm not shocked that our TV culture cares more for weapons of mass distraction, nor am I shocked at Michael Powell's shock. As executive director of the Center for Digital Democracy, Jeff Chester points out, Powell is trying to distract the public and press from the impact of his decision last June, changing the media rules and making CBS, among others, far more powerful. Powell's rule changes have done more than anything to support the rude, lewd business model of the big networks, a fact he's hoping his investigation will obscure. And let's not forget, as Chester reminds us, that CBS is now lobbying the Bush and the White House and the GOP leadership for more favors after the administration learned, leaned on Congress to cut a special deal two weeks ago on TV ownership, allowing Viacom and Fox to keep extra stations over the previously legal limit. 
How about an FCC investigation into that kind of indecency, she asked. Katrina Vandenhoof of the Nation. Anybody care about that? No. No, they don't. They only care about a titty, baby. A little bitty titty. I can't imagine what I'm playing after the break. <laughs> I give up. I'll give you 400 guesses in the first 25. Don't count. I like that bit a lot more than you do. I don't know why. I, I like it. I like it fine. It just reminds me of uh, something. Frank what? Zappa. Ah. Does it remind you a little Frank Zappa-esque? Titty. little Bobby Brownish? Frank Zappa. Nothing like having a little Bobby Brownish. We got the Mad Dog at 2. The Humper is in the studio. Like I said, bring your oxygen and gas mask, Hank. He'll be in the studio 4 to 7. Ira Windeman in the uh, 4 to 5 hour. Hurricane, I don't want to go through the other stuff, okay? If you like the Hurricanes basketball, turn on Waxy, okay? You hear the beginning of it on our station, but after, you know, when it gets to the good part, turn over to Waxy. If you're a Panther fan, we got the Panther preview 839, and then the Panthers at the Coyotes, the Phoenix Coyotes, 9 to midnight. Oh, boy. Really, I, I can't even begin to imagine how many people will be there for that. Eddie K. follows the hockey game, and Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5 in the a.m. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Dr. Howard Dean, governor, physician, searching for a way to tap into the American voter's consciousness. Then, an accidental overdose of embarrassment alters his body chemistry. And now, when Howard Dean grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. The creature is driven by rage and pursued by a nation of reporters. The creature is wanted for a tirade in Iowa. Howard Dean's political future is believed to be dead, and he must let the world think that it is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him. It'll take a Herculean effort by a busload of spin doctors to change the public perception of the governor. The only living creature in his life who still believes in him is blind, deaf-mute dog, Lucky. The creature must run to protect himself. But where will he go? We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to Dr. take Howard the Dean is the incredible joke. <laughs> 14 till noon at 560 WQM. we got a late-minute uh, lineup change. Be sure and get your eraser out. Always with a QM lineup, have a pencil and eraser. Do not ever See. write in indelible ink. Looks to in for the humper this afternoon, and probably Hank was listening, took my advice. Rather than chance it, because he just came back from Vegas, and then I see tomorrow he's going to be doing it at the Royal Bahamian. So rather than take a chance, did I say Royal Bahamian? Royal Caribbean, same difference. Rather than take a chance in that studio, take his life in his hands and his health, uh, that's a good choice. I mean, if Boog is young and strong, he can handle it. So Boog Shambi, who's a great play-by-play guy, great on the Marlin games, ought to be doing the entire Marlin games by himself, and Schmidt can, that boring, terminal, ponderous Dave Van Boring. But anyway, Boog will be on 4-7. to seven. And I'm assuming still with Ira Windeman, 4-5. to five. Yeah. I'm assuming. Why not? He Why can not? handle it. Huh? We have over 500 votes, and it's not even noon yet. I mean, this this is just something is going on out there. And like I said, thank you, Janet. Thank you, thank you. Muchas gracias. Grazie mille. Protecting the purity of American... Also, believe... Now, what is it? How do you say thank you? Thank you, Val. Well, I got my eight words of Dutch written on my uh, on my armpit. Protecting the purity of American children, or what exactly is obscene? Now, this is written by Bridget Schoen, Shane Schoen, who's an international conference interpreter of Austrian nationality and lives in Vienna, Austria. Okay, this is how some of the rest of the world is looking upon America now with this titty uh, incident. Okay, with this big flag over a little booby. Bridget says last night, February second, the German public TV channel ZDF. 
ended its primetime news program at 7.15 p.m. with a report about the Super Bowl game the night before. At first, viewers retreated to the display of nationalist fervor, flags flying, American virtues extolled, which is not only highly unusual in today's Europe, but also leaves Europeans rather uncomfortable. It reminds them of the times when such exhibitions of jingoism were common in Europe as well, and it equally reminds them of what followed from that. In short, it reminds them of a lot of dictatorships in Europe during the last century, and they often find such pictures obscene. Oh, he's already off to a bad start as far as the Bush people are concerned, right? You bet. Then ZDF treated the audience to the sequence where Janet Jackson's breast is briefly exposed. The commentator added that in Puritan America, this is considered a scandal. We can we can assume that many Americans felt rather uncomfortable about it and considered such pictures obscene. As American friends assure me, the going argument is there were children watching this. Ever since then, I've been pondering about the innocence and purity of American children. One thing that struck me was that a naked female breast is considered obscene in America, while it is at the same time considered an outrage that Muslim men view the entire female body as something indecent and don't want it exposed in public. I'm not quite sure why the fact that a naked breast is obscene in one culture is okay, while it's considered ridiculous and a sign of oppression if other cultures find the entire body of a woman from hair to toe obscene if viewed naked. Or the other way around, why is any part of a female body so obscene that it's not to be seen by children? On the other hand, it is obviously not considered obscene if American children can watch the bombing of towns by their own people on primetime TV and actually watch people die live from CNN. It is not considered obscene if American children watch other children without limbs amidst rubble without any relatives in Middle East or Central Asian countries. It is not considered obscene to watch children on TV who are starving. It is not considered obscene to be showered with violence on TV or to play violent computer games. It is not considered obscene to hear about minors on death row in certain U.S. states. None of the above seems to be viewed as something that might deeply disturb American children. But if American children can get a glimpse of a naked breast, they're bound to be damaged for the rest of their lives to judge from the reactions in America. European children do after birth see a lot of naked female breasts for quite a while. Apart from that, they see a lot of naked female breasts in films, on TV, on billboards, and on public beaches while they grow up. So seeing naked breasts is no big deal. Are European children, as a result, more violent than American children? Are they more prone to becoming criminals for that reason? Are they more disturbed? Not that I know of, she says. Many European parents think, on the other hand, that their children might get damaged by violence on TV or in computer games. They might get damaged growing up in a world full of aggression and injustice. They might get damaged in a world where the poor are left to die. So right now, a lot of us are somewhat bewildered. What do American adults expect to happen when a child sees a naked breast? What kind of terrible damage are they afraid of? What incredible, unspeakable trauma will occur when sh- which surely must outdo everything else an American child is subjected to in his or her life? that they might one day find a female breast more interesting than waving their flag, maybe? Written by Bridget Schoen, yeah. who is an Austrian interpreter of uh, lives in Vienna, Austria. Ach, du lieber. Yeah. Isn't that great? It is great. I like that first uh, part there, in, in, where the uh, announcer on ZDF uh, showing the Janet Jackson thing, he says, in Puritan America, this is considered a scandal. <laughs> Just like the penis gate thing with Bubba and the blowjob. Same thing. The rest of the world was like laughing their ass off at it. Oh, my God. And they did. Wow. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marlis Line. Let's jam in a whole bunch of calls here, okay, while I take okay. a rest from all this reading, man. I want to get off on his reading jag again. Spoil a good thing while it's just starting again. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Q, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. 
You know, it's a drag now. And I find it obscene. I have no idea. Did the tits eat shadow? Because I had no idea what Punch of Tommy Phil did, did on uh, Groundhog Day. And wasn't it odd that, uh, who was it, Willie Nelson and what's that other country singer were singing together when one is from one extreme of the spectrum to the other? Toby Keith? Toby Keith, yeah. Once. And, uh, you know, it's obscene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's obscene. Beside this call, yes? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, absolutely. Wexler. Mr. Wexler. Yeah. He, uh, they're talking about that they got the approval to put the printers on these voting machines. Yeah. And yet they're holding up the money so that we could do anything. We have a problem. We can't recount anything in Florida. What are you and, talking you know, about? He's one of the ones that is demanding exactly, the... Uh, exactly. Right. He did, and he got it. And, he, and, and in Palm Beach, they voted 7-0 seven, seven for it, and yet Bush and everybody else is against it and giving them a hard time and dragging it. So what you're trying to say it. is Bush is obscene. Well, I would agree with that. In fact, look at our website. Democratic slogan. Right. No more. Read my lips. No more Bush. Five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, they're now they're going to be looking at that too. See, they'll be looking at those pictures of Janet and Justin, <gasps> and then they'll be looking at that other thing on there, that it's thong just, a uh, thing, a clut. They'll be singing that thong. Oh, is that what it is? Just yes. a camel toe. Right on. Which of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? Look at the votes. Five hundred and thirty-six. It's not even noon yet, for Christ's sake. Oh, I can't say again. that. What? We can do a thousand again, easy. We can, like, do a 1,000 votes a day, like, during the show as a regular course. Uh, this is amazing. You'd almost think somebody was listening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to make of this phenomenal, because when you read that thing about Lycos and these, first of all, where would anybody who isn't a listener to this show know about our website anyway? Right. Right? Unless, do you think that if you did a search for Janet Jackson, uh, that uh, I don't think so, would it? Let's find out. Yeah, do a search for Janet Jackson and see if it like links everybody up with our website. Wouldn't that be great? Right. That would be sensational, Eric. All you right. could like make fifteen twenty cents before the end of the day. Wow, that would be fabulous. And then he wouldn't have to be going whoa like that all the time, right? <laughs> so do that search. Of course, why do you do the search? Google. I beg your pardon. I want to do a Google. Do an Google, uh, Google a Google, and Google that <laughs> press. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I like that last caller. He was my kind of call. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you today? Pretty good, sir. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent. The uh, nice article you just read, is that any way chance going to be posted on your site today? It's, al it's already there. Great. And another thing, you're trying to, you know, talk about how many hits are coming from people that are listening. If you found out how many hits came from when the show was on until it stopped, that would be a pretty good thing. But people also check it out at night as well. Right. No, but yep. what I'm talking about as compared to our usual response on there, I mean, granted that there are probably a lot of people who listen that don't pay attention to our website because they don't find anything interesting, but I'm saying that some of this has to be coming from people who ordinarily didn't even know about this show. Oh, yeah, and that's a good idea to have the Janet Jackson uh, Google search link to your site. Absolutely. <laughs> you bet. So. All right, take care, sir. And you too. Thank you. Bye -bye. Yes? I don't have the time to look at all the 21,000 I'm sure you don't. Plus. At the 85 million, right. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm sure it's in there. It's one of those 21,000 plus. Twenty-one thousand plus results. I put in. I put in uh, Janet Jackson. Holy moly, man! <laughs> Played America like a fiddle. Nice going, Janet. You go, girl. Never liked her before until until this moment. I never really liked her. Now I love her. She's After they hero. fry her brother's ass, then we'll put now we'll put her in that outfit. We'll give her the glove. We can give her all, all of his money, whatever he's got left. And I guarantee you, she won't be molesting them little boys. Although I th I don't know what her is. It her or Latoya that's supposed to be a dyke? Both. 
Uh, I don't know. I think what I'm trying to say is like a slightly dysfunctional I family is what I'm trying to say. Latoya is dysfunctional, so infer what you will. Yeah. But, Although, no. but she was the, Latoya yeah. was the one that was being oppressed and suppressed right. by that goofball out in Vegas. That yeah. damn faggot. I can't stand him. Now, that, that different one. Janet is a notorious hose beast. Really? Yes. A hose beast? Sure. I'll be damned. Well, maybe she can put out just inspired. She likes them big and black and hard. I didn't say what. I really don't need to say anything now, do I? Four minutes. I could just leave you hanging there, so to speak. Four Ken minutes Bart. till till noon. Five sixty QAM. Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio Five Sixty QAM. Ah, this is Jennifer Lopez. I have to take my hormones every day to keep the hair from growing back around my nipples. And that's when I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. In an effort to attract younger viewers, C-SPAN now offers a brand new reality show, Skydiving with Howard Dean. Join Howard Dean as he jets across the United States, jumping out over some of his favorite states. We're California. California, Texas, Texas New York, New York yeah. South Dakota, Oregon, Michigan, and coming soon to Washington, D.C., Geronimo yeah. is Skydiving with Howard Dean, premiering this week on C-SPAN. Prompt yeah. at 560 WQAM, the breast and the brightest. This is the last one I promise for today, okay? Right. Unless I find some more of them. Uh, about that. Well, you know, it, it's getting to the point where it's a little bit ponderous, don't you think, and the rest of the world is laughing and pointing at us? Silly. And, but, see, what some people don't understand is, um, I mean, the silly part is the reaction by Michael Moore and all the goody two-shoes. The reaction by the American public is because, number one, they're uh, oppressed. They're, they're, they're uh, you know, they're tired of being, like, uh, censored and all of this other crap. And, number two, they look at it, you want to know why? Because it's there. Because yeah. they can. Mm -hmm. That's all. Right? Right on. They're frantic to see it. Everybody else is saying, oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to take a look at it. Touch it. Squeeze is it real? Is it mammary, Mamorex? Twist it. Right. Yank it and pull it. And that's what they're doing. They're looking and pulling and yanking. And so what's not to like? At any rate, the breast and the brightest, this is written by Richard Blow. Can I say that? No. Oh, I'm sorry. He's executive editor of George Magazine, author of American Son, a portrait of John F. Kennedy Jr., and writing a book about Harvard University. His uh, columns are very often in TomPayne.com, which is a great website, and on our website as well. The breast and the brightest. It has come to this. The Federal Communications Commission has announced that it plans an investigation of the exposure of Janet Jackson's right breast during the Super Bowl halftime show. That celebration was tainted by a classless crash and deplorable stunt, Commissioner Michael Powell said. He wasn't referring to Josh Groban's freakish tribute to the Columbia astronauts, which featured a man in a spacesuit standing goofily on a fake moon surface. Not that the Columbia astronauts actually walked on the moon, but whatever. Our nation's children, parents, and citizens deserve better, Powell said. If you've been living in a cave since Sunday morning, a quick recap. The Super Bowl halftime show featured a medley of performances, including Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, and Justin Tinkerbell. Technically, Jessica Simpson was part of it, but she actually didn't sing anything. Then again, it didn't look like any of the other performers actually sang anything either. Lip-syncing was the order of the day. Anyway, Justin and Janet danced to duet, and at the end of it, Justin grabbed a leather cup covering Janet's right breast and... Ripped it off, if you believe Tinkerbell. A red liner was supposed to cover Jackson's skin, but he ripped that off, too. For, for about a half a second, if you looked really hard, you could kind of sort of see Jackson's breast. 
But even then, not really, as the Drudge Report later showed in a great close-up. Not like ours, though. Jackson was wearing what I can only describe as a throwing star nipple ring, which suggests either that she had wisely prepared for the incident or that Janet Jackson wears some really funky jewelry. The outrage came fast and furious. The NFL announced that MTV wouldn't be producing another halftime show anytime soon. Deeply offended newspaper columnists wrote articles like the Boston Globe's Jackson and Company sink to new low, which would in fact be an interesting thesis to debate. And inevitably, cultural conservatives saw a prime opportunity to engage in little fundraising. Both the Family Research Council and the Parents Television Council, headed by right-wing media critic, i.e. nut, Brent Bozell, cranked out high-minded criticisms. Predictably, CBS deeply regretted the incident, and Tinkerbell apologized, too. In my vision of heaven, I dream of having to apologize for ripping off Janet Jackson's breastplate at halftime of the Super Bowl. This is what some would describe as a dense cultural moment, so let us unpack some of its ironies. First, CBS and MTV are both owned by Viacom, which obviously saw a chance to exploit corporate synergy by hiring MTV to produce the halftime show. I don't know about you, but it warms my heart when massive media corporations try to force corporate synergy on the unsuspecting public and wind up being investigated by the FCC. Second, CBS is the company that wouldn't air an anti-Bush ad by MoveOn.org because it didn't want to offend the White House and conservatives, just as it spiked the Ronald Reagan miniseries to avoid offending the White House and conservatives. And then it runs a halftime show which offends the White House and conservatives. How quickly all the previous sucking up is forgotten. Third, let us not forget that this outrage is all about a half second of partially nipple ring covered breast. This is an hour-long game of brutal violence. CBS certainly didn't hesitate to show blood spilling from one player's nose in the first quarter in a sport with a steroid problem, many of whose players have taken to owning unregistered guns, while other players are encouraged to become so obese that they risk dying on the field. Yes, it's definitely the breast that we should get worked up about. At least there weren't, wasn't any other female flesh to tempt the God-fearing men of America. No scantily clad, artificially enhanced cheerleaders whom CBS kept using as a segue into and out of commercials, for example. And I'm sure that Visa used the bikini-wearing women's volleyball team to promote the Summer Olympics simply because of its athleticism. What's really going on here? Well, American hypocrisy about sex, of course. We run ads for drugs that help men get erections without ever mentioning the word sex. We grow irate at an exposed breast amidst an orgy of capitalist decadence. We nurse from the breast as children, but we fetishize it as adults, make it an object of lust and taboo, so that showing a breast the source of human life becomes worthy of government investigation. It is literally a clash of human nature versus corporate culture. The Super Bowl has become the first American corporate holiday, a nationwide celebration of capitalism. We watch it for the ads. Any element of spontaneity threatens the corporate control of people's minds and, yes, bodies. That's why I love the rebellious symbolism of the guy who streaked across the field, which, of course, CBS wouldn't show. That's also why the corporate producers didn't mind the lip-syncing. Mouthing the approved words is the perfect metaphor for this synthetic event, actually preferable to the authentic but imperfect human voice. The Super Bowl is capitalism's equivalent of the Soviet's May Day Parade or North Korea's beautiful but robotic gymnastic demonstrations featuring tens of thousands of thoroughly indoctrinated pawns. In contrast, Justin Tinkerbell's bearing of Janet Jackson's breast reminds me of the American soldiers who broadcast hidden hand signals as their Iraqi captors were videotaping them, a clandestine attempt to subvert monolithic propaganda. For the individuals involved, the stakes are very different, of course, but the ideological conflict, man versus machine, is much the same. So, of course, there will be an investigation. With so much at stake, how could there not be? I have just one suggestion. While they're at it, couldn't they investigate Led Zeppelin for selling its songs so Cadillac can hawk SUVs? Now, that's one musical travesty, that, travesty that's got to be stopped. Writes Richard Blow. You I go, and Dick. Blow. You go, Dick. And if that isn't good enough, now, that's the end of the uh, flap for right now, okay? Okay. I promise. Well, unless I find something really juicy. But 
U.S. military blames lap dances for declining military discipline. Oh, my God. How do you like that? Yeah, saw that coming. I wouldn't be surprised if John Ascroft, now that he's fi uh, finished covering up them uh, breasts on them statues, when he finishes every last breast and every last penis on a statue, at that point, sex will be outlawed. That's going to be Patriot Act number uh, 69. No more sex in America, only for procreation purposes, uh, period, and they'll be checking to make sure. The U.S. military has asked South Korea to ban lap dancing and other lewd acts at local nightclubs near its bases, saying they negatively impact military discipline. The official said the military was taking similar steps at other bases in the U.S. and overseas against lap dancing. Oh, God. The U.S. Army's 2nd Infantry Division, which has 15,000 troops near the border with North Korea, recently sent letters to the South Korean Special Tourist Association and local mayors urging a crackdown on lap dancing clubs near barracks. Describing client-focused exotic dancing as the principal cause of worsening military discipline, the military letter called for local club owners to prohibit any physical contact between dancers and U.S. customers. South Korean lap dancing clubs are totally dependent on American customers because they're not allowed to take local clients. U.S. officials declined to specify what they meant by worsening military discipline. We're following trends in the U.S., Lieutenant Colonel Chris Bailey, the 2nd Infantry Division's Assistant Chief of Staff, told the Stars and Stripes newspaper, the U.S. forces in Korea has maintained, has consulted mainland laws banning lap dancing, he said. The more than 90 American installations throughout South Korea have long been a source of friction between residents living near the U.S. facilities who complain of pollution, noise, and traffic from the U.S. bases, and occasional crimes by American troops. Many crimes committed by U.S. servicemen involve nightclubs near their barracks. Amid an increasing number of American troops accused of crimes, their legal protection has become a sensitive issue for the two governments. The USFK will root out any practices that go contrary to a positive environment for U.S. soldiers, Korean residents, and people of all nationalities, said Che Guevara, no, Che Yang-to, a spokesman for the 2nd Infantry Division. The U.S. maintains 37,000 troops in South Korea to help defend it. For... I, I have an idea. Why don't they just fix them before they send them over there, huh? Well... Snip it. Snip it and clip it. They didn't have to worry about all of these things. Well, huh? Then they can really be like automatons, as somebody once said. Now, let's see. Here's the facts. That say, oh, we just can't get away from this, can we? I promise you we wouldn't talk about this no more until the next facts or the next call. It says, I'm not sure what the problem is that Janet showed her boob. Just turn to any National Geographic magazine or Discovery Channel. Yeah, but see, that's on a cable Discovery Channel. You'll see hundreds of African women exposing their jugs. Don't get me wrong, I would lay the Alaskan pipeline on Janet, but if you really think about it, her boobs are just like any African boobs. Oh, I don't think so. I've seen some of them African boobs in the jungle, you know, the old bungle, yeah, the, uh, bunghole in the jungle. Pointy, hangy down ones. Oh, man, and real saggy ones, you know. Well, they put weights on them. Yeah, they're called babies. No, no, seriously, they put uh, those, to like kind of drag them down, you know. Don't bring me down. Five six seven oh five six. Now that's that's the end of all of that perversion. Now we got important ah, stuff for later on. Plus a zillion great calls. How are those entries coming for our uh, hot couples contest? I sent you another one or two. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, during the break, I'll take a puke at it. Yeah. Don't forget, you got uh, well, you got plenty of time through February thirteenth, till a week from Friday, to get in your entries. Just email them to contest at neilrogers.com, please. Pretty please. And also, like I said, if you want to tell Miguel anything else, did he ever come in and tell you what the deal is on those trips? No. No. Like I said, if you want to give any uh, crank messages to Miguel, just go to that website, contest at neilrogers.com, and just lay on him all the crap. Tell him the story of your life. Ask him any silly question you want. 612 votes, George. It's 10 past noon. Incredible. Do you know where your children are? Oh, speaking yeah, I of, you know, where I don't, I don't want to talk about that kid in Sarasota because it's too aggravating. And then I you will. get all whipped up about it. Yeah, I do. 
Well, I see, I happen to think in this case you're a little bit carried away. Sorry. How old was she? Eleven. Oh, she was only eleven? Yeah. She looked more than eleven to me. I thought she was well, more like thirteen or fourteen. Right, nevertheless. Well, no, you can't look. You're not going to say 13 or 14-year-old kids. You're going to know where they are at every minute of every day. Because the way things ought to be and the way things are. Right. And what is the way that they ought to be, mister? They ought to be your children should be able to walk from one place to another without getting abducted and kidnapped. But that's but not they the way can. things are. They can't. Right. They can't. So, in other words, so what are you suggesting? That you have, that like, you a, a bodyguard? on the street unattended, that you drive your child from one place to another or your child can't go there. So what if your kid goes to the mall with their friends? Who's driving them there? Maybe they walk. Maybe they have, maybe there's a shopping mall like a half a block from. Huh? Sorry, not my. And what if your kids are walking home from school? Doesn't happen. I'm not talking about you, but anybody. Well, in other words, in other words, nobody walks to school. When I was no, in no, school, no, of course, no, when I was in course. school, people weren't getting yanked off the streets. Right. Like, likewise, I was I was running the the streets since I was five, but that's not. That <laughs> well, that sure explains a lot. Sure. Don't forget, at two fifteen this afternoon, George will be running up and down Ives Dairy Road. Screeching he's got like some a banshee. Good, he's got some good crap. Yeah. <laughs> you can't let your kids out anymore. Now they're saying that NASA is going to help find that girl. Did you see they're that? They're going to digitize. They're going to like uh, digitize and analyze and uh, satellite eyes and uh, get everybody's eyes and see if they can't find that 11-year-old girl in Sarasota. Uh, and I've seen that thing not nearly as many times as the big <laughs> flap, but sure seen that enough. And you want to know why? Nobody got naked. Because they haven't. No, they, they've got it, so we'll see it over and over again. It was 617 Sunday. votes on our poll on neilrogers.com. This is so staggering that even Muff and Clarence have got their finger up each other's ass trying to figure out, gee, what is it? Duff had to explain that Clarence it was just a roid. Asteroids. Six in asteroid. 617 <laughs> votes. Which of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? George W. Bush sends thousands of U.S. troops to war based on lies, on a pack of lies, 258. G.W. Bush steals the 2000 presidential election right there in broad daylight, 174. Let us in! Let us in! Enron rips off investors for millions, 44. WQM hires Mo Howard David at 42. Mo, you're slipping a little bit, sweetheart. You're down to fourth. Absolutely. Clinton Lewinsky sex scandal, old penis gate, 26. So in America we had penis gate, now we got nipple gate. Wait until we get rectum gate. Michael Jackson molests cancer-stricken kid alleged, 24. Finger-pointing Rush Limbaugh turns out to be a junkie, 18. WQM fires Scott Farrell, 16. Dan Marino tells Wayne to stick it. Stick it up your ass. 10. Martha Stewart insider trading alleged, 2. Justin Janet Super Bowl flap, only a pair, man. Huh? We got to see one, but only a pair. Huh? And Robert Blake kills Bonnie Lee alleged, only one, because everybody knows the bitch had it coming. I think we're making some progress, you know what? Right. 1213 at 560 WQM. If you want to make some progress in your life, if you've got a really crappy job, you're not getting paid Schmidt, and you'd like to get yourself a, a real paycheck every couple of times a month, here's the answer. Call our friends at Fast Train. That's the way to do it. You can start a brand-new, high-paying computer career in no time at all and have you a big, fat, impressive paycheck in no time, like I said, in just four short months. Fast Train can help you get a new high-paying computer career. The demand for computer professionals, like we've been telling you for a long time, has grown at an ever-increasing rate. Fast, in other words. So call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With seven locations, Fast Train's bound to have a campus close by where you are. Fast Train offers job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify with day, night, and weekend classes. No excuse, no more to stay in a dead-end job. And if you register now, you can have that new high-paying career in just four short months by June, no less. 
So call them today and have a big, big, impressive one as well, a big, fat, useful paycheck and a real career. Check them out on the web if you'd like at FastTrain.com. And when you do make the call, please be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Yourself. I do, I do, I do. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. I think I'm single again. It's hard to believe I married a friend. Didn't tell me it might seem like a fake. And it wouldn't if he was Timberlake. Cause you Come back to the 560 WQM. Don't forget, we got naked pictures of Britney Spears on our website. Not. Uh, right? Right. Let's just start making stuff up. Then we can get well, like we can 45 million. Can you imagine? Fake? Have you seen I mean, fake if, pictures out there? If, I'm talking about real ones. Yeah. Can you even begin to imagine? Oh, man. If Janet Jackson's right TD got that much response, they, they would just blow the Internet up. I'm positive of it. Guaranteed. Now, this fact you sent me sounded really promising, but I did my own search. It wasn't a Google search, so maybe that was the problem. Did oh, you do it? And get, I'm getting all these facts from people that are saying, oh, you don't get 21,000 results if you put Neil Rogers' name in the search. Uh, totally missing the point. Yeah. These people, these morons. What's the point? Our good friend Jerry Bonita Springs, who's a regular chronic faxer, says, I just did a Google search typing in Janet Jackson's teat. There were 922 search results, and your website was number two. I then typed in Janet Jackson's breast, and there were 14,200 results. Your website was at the top of page five under the title, The Neil Rogers Show, News, CBS, Apologizes for Janet Jackson. When I clicked on that link, it took me to your homepage. It appears to me there are now many links to your articles and to your homepage, to which we say, Thanks, Gary and Bonita Springs. You go, boy. All All right. right. We love it. Right? Right. So we're getting people from... From every state, all 50 states, the 48 contiguous states, Alaska, Hawaii, and all the ships at sea, Puerto Rico, you name it, Virgin Islands, mostly virgins, phenomenal. That's good. Five six seven oh five sixty. I guess a lot of these people, even though whether they're listening or not, that's uh, who knows. That's debatable. Right. But at least when they come across the uh, homepage, then they see the poll. Well, they they throw in their one or two cents worth, right? Sure. Which indicates that our poll, like I said, Eric might make a few bucks by the end of this month. About 30, man. I wouldn't get that carried away, but maybe six or seven. People love clicking on those little bubbles and buttons. Yeah, I do that all the time. I go to a website and I see some kind of a poll on it. You know, you want to vent a little bit. Ah, this is what I think. And then you want to see the result. And you say, oh, my God, what a bunch of assholes there are out there. Thank God I'm not one of them. Here's the way the results came out. I just mentioned this real quickly because it's certainly not as important as the Super Bowl flap. Well, and now they're calling it Janet Jackson's flash dance or her flesh dance. Uh, okay. So we've got about 7,000 different names for the uh, flap at the Super Bowl. Arizona. Kerry wins hands down your pants. 43%. Clark 27. Dean 14. Edward 7. Delaware. 
Kerry, 50%. Lieberman and Edwards, 11%. Dean, 10. Clark, 10. Missouri, Kerry wins big. He won five of the seven last night. Wins huge in Missouri, 51%. Edwards did pretty good there, though, I thought, 25%. Yeah. Dean, can you believe in Missouri? Dean had only nine percent. Clark only four. Ju Lieberman, who's dropped out four. And even Al Sharp. See, one interesting thing about this election, and they had triple the uh, triple the turnout in Oklahoma that they had the last time in 2000. Just about every state was reporting record-breaking turnouts, except in North Dakota, where the weather is so bad. And there's only eight people there anyway. Because people are pissed off and fired up. And a lot of the black folks, rather than wasting, they interviewed some of those black folks, including uh, Reverend Jones. And they said that rather than wasting their vote by voting for Al Sharpton, just as a symbolic vote for the black candidate, they were voting for the candidate that they thought could lick Bush. New Mexico, Kerry 42%, Clark 21, Dean 16, Edwards 11. North Dakota, Kerry wins again 50%, Clark 24, Dean 12, Edwards 10. Oklahoma, that was pretty exciting to watch. You notice it was a... About 30, man. About 30, man. 30-30. Clark had just a handful, just a tiny... He had like 1,300 more votes than Edwards. So these had 30. Kerry had 27. It was, he was a pretty good third. And Oklahoma, for Kerry to get 27%, is pretty good, I thought. Lieberman, only 6. Dean, only 4%. Wow. Give it up, Howard. You got to give it up? Absolutely. South Carolina, Edwards, 45. Kerry, 30. Sharpton, 10. Clark, 7. Dean five. That's uh, the breakout of that crap. Got it? Got it. Good. How about that Danny boy, huh? <laughs> how how is he doing on our poll? Just looking at that now. Dan Marino tells Wayne to stick at only eleven. He's in double digits, but he's uh, running uh, ass end of the double digit ones. <clears throat> it's just not our crowd. I'm not saying our crowd don't care about Danny boy, but they just figure it isn't quite as important as all those people dying in Iraq for no good reason and being lied to. And I think they may have a point. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line WQAM hello yeah Neil how you doing okay all right um, how do you send uh, links to your uh, your uh, web page there how do you send them yeah how could I how can I send you a link to your uh, you know so you guys can check something out there was an article in the you could email it email it okay uh, there was an article in the Village Voice yesterday about uh, one of these uh, Republican tricksters, I think his name is Stone, uh, working with Al Sharpton. Yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah I, I, I saw. I saw that. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not all that uh, curious. I'm not blown away by that. I saw. Yeah. It. We had a fax about that this morning. We've had several since. Yeah. Lots of paranoia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah and dirty tricks. <laughs> you know. Um, well, seeing, you know, as how, seeing as how Al Sharpton is making about as, as much impact as a frog's fart, I wouldn't really get all that whipped up about it. Well, no, I'm not getting whipped, but I'm just like, it's just one, one more interesting facet, that's all, to this election year. Yeah, yeah well, we got a long way to go, man. You ain't seen nothing yet. Thanks a lot, Pally. Have a great all day. All right, Neely. Take care. Don't anybody else fax us that story about Al Sharpton and the uh, Fudge Report says this and the Fudge Report. Uh, you know, take about 80% of what you see on the Fudge Report with a, several grains of salt. And then stick him up Ann Coulter's ass. Why we're going to cook up a decoy, a Trojan horse? Yeah. Wouldn't it be somebody that had like, uh, you know, like Joe Lieberman, had a real chance? I'm not uh, looking for any of that crap. Okay, wait till the real campaign starts. Then you'll see dirty tricks, uh, yin yang, man. Oh, speaking of the Fudge Report, your good friend Matt, your close personal bunk bud buddy, buddy Matt buddy, says right? in tomorrow's New York Observer, author Gail Sheehy talks with former Nebraska Senator and 9/11 Commission President Bob Kerry. Sources tell the Fudge Pack report. 
Senator Kerry tells Ms. Sheehy that the commission is scheduled to meet privately with Condoleezza Rice this Saturday, February the 7th, with Condoleezza, with Dr. Rice. Her testimony will not be sworn or made public, but the commission has not yet decided whether to use its subpoena power to compel public sworn testimony from either Dr. Rice or the president. Bob Kerry declares himself in favor of requesting sworn public testimony from Condoleezza. Senator Kerry calls the president's new commission to investigate Iraq intelligence failures a political maneuver. The 9-11 commission already has the Iraq investigation in its purview. Kerry tells Sheehy that Senate Republicans, light of the increasingly high profile of the 9-11 commission, are no longer insisting the commission complete its work by its original May deadline. With the heat increasing, the administration realizes that the commission must not be allowed to release its report before the election. Suddenly, that May deadline, originally meant to curtail the scope of their investigation, isn't looking so beneficial to them. They want to give the commission six months, just enough time to get them past this year's presidential election. Families support the measure as the only hope the commission has of doing a thorough investigation. This from Ms. Fudge. So you remember that article we had several weeks ago, many weeks ago, about how the right wing has already determined that W is not going to win a re-election? Remember that? Right. It's already written. And here is a pawn of the ultra-right, Ms. Fudge, who now is starting to pin things like this. This is not a... This is not an article, uh, you know, that he linked from someplace else. This is his own rambling here about Condoleezza and about the 9-11 Commission and all of these things. Well, how do you like that chigger in the woodpile, huh? I'm talking about Miss Fudd, not Condoleezza. Oh, that would be oh, bad. Yeah. 27 past noon at 560 WQM. Hey, if your carpets look like hell, here's the way to get them looking just like brand new and call our good friends at Dry Concepts. They simply are, to make it very easy for you, the best in the business. Follow the bouncing balls to make your carpets come back to life and look just like brand new. I've been using it in my homes, my, and I was going to say my house, uh, several homes, for over 20 years now. Dry Concepts certified train technicians know their stuff. They know how to dry clean your carpets, which means they suck out, not with their mouth, but with their machine, a, all the dirt deep down in your carpet. It leaves them looking brand new, smelling lemony fresh, and vibrant in color as well. They're dry in a couple of hours. It'll be like a miracle right on your floor. They also do an unbeatable job on your upholstery, your area rugs, your furniture, your drapery, all of these things. And you can also save some extra cash off the regular low price. Don't forget, these folks give you a written guaranteed price before they start the job. But now you can save even more by having them put you on their standby list when you call and save an extra 15% on the already unbeatable job of their superior work. So call today and say, hey, put me on that standby list so I can save even more money on my next carpet cleaning. Call them today. Your carpets will look brand new. You'll be amazed. Call 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. In between checking out Janet's nips, check out dryconcepts.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Entertainment Television. Michael, the tabloids reported that your kids aren't genetically yours. I use the surrogate mother of my own sperm cells. How did you get the sperm sample? I never thought about it. I just did it and it came out. Really? Yes. I heard that when you were, you know, you hurt your arm. See this arm? This is as far as I can reach it. Wow. My shoulder is dislocated literally. Did you do it a lot as a kid? I've done that many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of boyhood. You just got to do it. Did you ever get caught? Yes. My mother caught me. Tonight on E! <laughs> Michael, not in the studio! Jeez, son, if you're going to do that, shut the door! Prop 32 at 560, WQM. You know the uh, hot couple contest pictures you just sent me? Yes. From whatever their phony names were. Right. Uh, that picture was in New York. Which one? The one where they're sitting, like, passed out by the uh, pole there? I see. Don't you see the 42nd Street uh, subway? Oh, the sign? And it says on the bottom there, if you look very carefully, Necesitamos. See. How do you like that? Well, I hadn't looked. 
Uh, anyway, so Eric uh, faxes or emails me something really amazing, which I never even looked at some of these components of his fantastic stats page. Uh, is I can actually check out, we, we can take a look and see where these uh, hits are coming from. Yes, apparently. Did you know that? He just told me. I see. 102,000, now how, I'm, I'm not sure what the date I'm on. I better recheck this. A lot of them are coming from uh, Google.com searches, tons of them, tons. Here's one, extra.newsguide.com, uh, et cetera, and so on, whatever the hell that is. So we're on 80 million sites, or at least maybe not 80 million, but about 30, man. 30 million, and that's great. And we thank uh, everybody profusely. Excellent. See, nobody else would do it for us. Five, six, that bitch, uh, Miss Fudge, she sure ain't going to put us on there, right? She don't even have her good buddy Lynn on. Everybody else who does a radio show, who's written a column, who uh, wrote a report for our college, for high school, for uh, Sunday school, they're on there. Look at that phone, man. Look at that. Is that incredible wow. or what? Just when I was going to go and take a phone call intensive for a few minutes here. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. There ain't a tinkle on there. That is uh, shocking to me. You want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, the tinkle. The, the phone is dead. I see. It was for a second there. I punched. Look at that. <laughs> I don't know about that sound. What? That what about that it, sound? It ain't clean. There's a bit of a buzz with that. That dial. was line one, though. Oh. See, line one is always fuked up. Five six seven oh five sixty. See if our phone is working. Line check. Uh, line six. Hello. You lost your audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll never lose you, asshole. WQAM. Hello. QAM. See, there's something. Look at that. Yeah, something's. Up. Something is really funky going on with this phone, boys and girls. Holy Toledo. Try one more. WQAM. Hello. You you hear anything? Yeah, the radio. QAM? Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? Okay. I'm one of those guys that has been listening to you for years and never checked out your website, and I checked it out for the Nibby. Uh Good website. Uh, another thing, that picture of George Bush that they compare his reaction to the monkeys. Yes. Uh, it, it's a little blurred out, and I'm trying to print it out because it's the most hilarious thing I've seen. Well, we'll try and clear it up for you, man. Uh, let Eric know about that. And your complexion, too, but it won't work if you keep looking at that Janet Jackson booby. Okay, good luck with that. See, <laughs> Take care, guys. He's working on it. Fine, something with this whole thing here, with this phone. Right, it sounds and weird. I, oh, see, I knew it. It wasn't just me. What happened? The dots went out for a second there. Oh, boy. Well, Holy moly. Well, they're ringing here. I, well, they're ringing here now again, but the dots went out for just a mm. millisecond. There's something really messed up with the phone. I think it's the goddamn U.S. government. Absolutely. WQAM, our lines are tapped. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, your audience is gone. <laughs> we, we don't, what did he say? Okay. Oh, please, please oh, spare us the pain, okay? Come up with some original crack material. Now, when I hit the uh, off thing, it's it all screwed up. Uh -huh. Again, George Corso strikes again. Right. Let's hear it. As you see, we're doing too well now. We're doing too well. So, obviously, George Corso is back there sticking it in and pulling it out, sticking it in and pulling it out. Probably back there with Bob Vermouth. WQAM, hello. QAM. Line check. <laughs> You're live, Neil. <laughs> well, you calm down. He's just trying to help us out, okay? He's the most exciting thing that's happened to him in a month. WQAM, hello. Hello? <laughs> 
This is beautiful. This is even better. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Time flies when you have fun in those first two hours yesterday. Sure. When everything was all yeah, screwed up. It's going to be the second two hours today. Well, and then we're alternating. Keep you off your, uh, on your toes. Keep you off balance. In fact, wait till you see on our website, it's going to be Janet's left breast that's going to be popping out tomorrow. You'll see. For balance. And then Justin's going to have something else popping out, but not that big. What? Line 9, WQM, his uh, thumb. QAM. Now, line 9 is always there. You know that. WQM, hello. And see this? I, I think this thing is uh, fouled up, my thing here. Try try punching up uh, line 7 on your button. Okay, there it is. QAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Speak to me. I'm here. I'm right here. Yeah, you're there, too. I'm here. Neil, where was OJ when that kid got his throat slashed yesterday? Good point. WQAM, hello. Cockroach. That's what he's smoking or what he's got his tongue on? WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I told you Richard Pearl was on the air. Yeah. Remember? Yes. And congratulations on your Patriots, Neil. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Uh, he told me Richard Pearl was on the air. He's going to start with that again, with a Richard Pearl that nobody ever heard of. Don't forget that great article on uh, Rich, the real Richard Pearl and his chutzpah on our website today. Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. You bet. I may not uh, potchke around with these phones uh, too much more today, you know what, because I still have plenty of crap here to uh, talk about. Oh, but we're having so much fun. So much fun. WQM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yes. Neil, do you know what gets me? Is it what gets the you? First, well, the first time uh, that they had the anthrax situation, uh, the, the, all this stuff got into the building. Now, how come the first time yeah. it, it got into the building again? Why wouldn't they use an off-site uh, mail opening location? Does that make sense? Well, I mean, the anthrax thing was like uh, almost, it was two and a half years ago. Right. But the thing is, is that if the, the supposed uh, uh, Al-Qaeda or whoever is doing this stuff, wouldn't you have a safeguard and put well, it well, in? First of all, building? first of all, I don't believe that Al-Qaeda is doing ricin, okay? Yeah, ricin would be right. a very poor choice. I'm sure that they know that. I don't think they have anything to do with it. And they've even already said that it's only domestic nuts that use things like ricin to try to scare right. the crap out of people. Right. But the point is, is that wouldn't you think that you would have it off-site so this way you don't pollute the building again? No. And especially when you consider the fabulous job they're doing on, on tracking down the anthrax people. Yeah, right. They're looking real hard like O.J. is uh, on top yeah, of you know, right? In fact, you know something? It wouldn't surprise me if they discover both the murderer of Nicole and Ron on the same day that we find out who sent the anthrax. Probably on the right. same damn day. In okay. fact, you know what? Probably like two days before the election. Right. Exactly. Good luck to us, Pally. All right, buddy. Have a great day. He makes a good point. But, uh, you know, we don't want to do all these things because uh, it requires a lot of money. We've got to give those uh, uh, rich uh, the tax cuts again, don't we? Uh, more and more. Lots more. Oh, and look at this. Sun Myung Moon, the Washington Times, coming out day for conservatives. This is kind of a cute thing. Again, from the Fudge Report. Yeah, I'm going to use all of your stuff, Miss Fudge, and put it on there. Put the word out. DrudgeReport.com. Go on there, okay? Make that twerp a little money so we can go out and buy ourselves some boyfriends. 20 till noon, until 1 at 560 WQM. How many votes we got? This is really shocking. Thanks again, Eric. You're uh, the best some days. 726 votes, and it's not even even close to 1 o'clock. We're not going to make a 1,000 though today. We're not? No, it's uh, almost 1 o'clock. That's 731. <laughs> uh, no, I got 20 to 1. Oh. 
We got 732 votes, like I said, on the poll. Which of these do you find the most obscene or outrageous? I don't want to read the whole list again. We'll do it a little bit later. But get down there and vote. As long as you're potching your mind looking at Janet's, uh, Janet's titty and all this other stuff, might as well vote on our poll. Have a good time with it. Hey, I'll tell you, if your car ain't giving you too good of a time, if you got problems, take it to EF Tire and Auto Repair because they're the best. They're at 5083 North Federal Highway, just a mile and a half north of Sample Road in prestigious Pompano Beach. At EF Tire and Auto Repair, you'll experience the difference that experience makes because, to make a long story short, they know their stuff. All EF mechanics are ASC certified technicians, current with all the latest technology, and most have been with the EF team for nearly 20 years. The EF team has got over 200 combined years of experience. No job is too big or too small at EF either, whether it's a blown fuse or a blown engine, from a 73 Toyota to an 04 Bentley. EF Tire and Auto Repair do, do it all for you. All jobs are meticulously double-checked for accuracy by the shop foreman, and your car will be cleaned upon completion of the work and look just like brand spanking new. EF honors most extended warranties, and they offer you wide weight service on most repairs, too. Ask about their 90-day savings cash no interest credit card when you call EF Tire and Auto Repair at 954-426-9926. That's 954-426-9926. You'll find them at 5083 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. EF Tire and Auto Repair are nationally recognized as one of the most successful auto repair facilities anywhere in the entire U.S. of A. At EF, their motto is, Nobody Cares More and... Nobody, nowhere will work harder to earn your business. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Larry King, and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers. Bet on the packs and give up the give up the points. Their defense is awful of tricks. Face to head coach Bill Belichick. Bet on the packs. Oh. Panthers ain't really all that. You'd be a fool. Their team ain't great. Just a bunch of pussy cats. Give the seven. No fretting and bet on the packs. It's uh, there was a football game by the way. 12:46 at 5:60 WQM. I'm looking at some of these uh, other these links, these other websites. Yeah. Miami.rivals.com. And I clicked on that, and it's uh, U of M uh, something or other, sports uh, site. It's unbelievable. What we got to do with that? What do they have to do with Janet's breast and with us? Uh, maybe they talked about it. Here, type this in. Do the search now. Miami.rivals.com. Okay. You want to search or that's uh, the website? No, not search. I'm talking about the address. Type in the URL, okay? Slash show MSG. Okay? And see what comes up. One word, show MSG? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot more after that. But I'm not gonna, I, we, we only got till the 2 o'clock. Uh, I must have spelled something wrong. I got no, uh, no can find. Like I said... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. It's pretty interesting, but like in my spare time when I'm like twiddling my thumbs and biting my fingernails, then I'll look on there and check that out. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. I've got a couple of things for Neil. You're speaking to him. Neil, I'm sorry. Don't be uh, sorry. First, first of all, you realize that that whole Janet thing is probably going to be the most expensive boob job in history because Powell probably spent about ten million dollars investigating that one. <laughs> right. But. And you guys could research this a lot better than I, but I seem to remember things that should be looked at. Shortly after the president's visit for Thanksgiving, there was a news article released about the deplorable conditions that Halliburton was maintaining in these cafeterias in Iraq right. mm -hmm. and charging us like 
$38 and change a day to feed our soldiers two meals. Correct. Okay. And now I noticed last week on MSNBC they did a piece on how many of our soldiers are ill-equipped that their parents here in the States are buying stuff and sending it to them. And it's right. like minor stuff. It's like flak vests and, and soldiers that are rotating out are leaving them behind for the troops because we don't have enough for them. Right. Doesn't anybody want to spend some money investigating that? No. <laughs> no. Well, what, what does that tell you about America, man? They're much more interested in, in investigating uh, Janet Jackson than Justin Tinkerbell. That's what's important. we got our priorities uh, right side up. See, see, if they have an investigation like that, it's like shining the the spotlight on it and bringing to attention what you just got through describing. I I, I don't think that the, I don't think the administration could afford the embarrassment. You're absolutely right. It's going to end up being Carrier Canada. I mean, just like that thing about the the, the article I read about the meeting with Condoleezza, but the Bob Kerry on Saturday, uh -huh. and the fact that they're desperate now to stall off this 9/11 uh, Commission report till after the election. I mean, when you're talking about playing politics, and, and you'll see, once Kerry or Edwards, whoever's going to win it, I think it's going to be Kerry, but once we get the Democratic uh, convention finished and the, the real election campaign starts for serious, they're going to bring all of these things out, and the people are going to be crapping in their pants. God, I hope so. We, the sheep has got to wake up. It's going to happen, that's what, man. That's what the public's been for the last, since the last election, just a nation full of sheep. We've got to wake up. And then the sad part of it is the Democrats waited four years to really take off the uh, gloves. Just like the thing with the AWOL president now and the White House is acting with this righteous indignation about how dare he say something like this. And Bob Dole was on there last night saying the same thing. They're saying it because it happens to be true. Of course it's true. And, and the sad part about it is you're right. It took us a long time as Democrats to wake up and take the gloves off and say, hey, wait a minute. How about becoming accountable? Okay, forget this crap standing here at the lectern saying, well, I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah. I don't owe you an answer on that. Correct. Become accountable. You want to be in the public eye. You want to be responsive to the public. Be accountable to the public. Well, I just I vented and thank you for taking the time. It's going to happen, man. I hope so. I'm pulling for it. Hang in there. Hold your breath. Have a great day. You too. He said he's pulling for it. There you go. There's a guy that's got his uh, priorities straightened up. That's right. He's pulling it. Now, anyway, getting back to this thing, well, I will do it in a second. Now, what's Bobby Knight doing on there again? And Dean Smith. What, what's this all about? Bob Knight. And they graduated. Anyone that spent the boy Dean Smith, he looks like he just turned about ninety. Holy cow! His schnoz keeps getting bigger and bigger. And... WQAM, hello. Hey, can you take a poll, crazy people? WQAM, hello. Way too political, man. Yeah, way too political for you. I know Jackson's breast is way too political. It's too far to the right. Five six seven oh five sixty. Like I said, we'll balance it out the rest of the week. We'll check out the left one, okay, to make you happy. The mouth breather. WQAM, hello. You know, the interesting thing is if we had, like, everybody in South Florida tuned to the show, if we had 101 share, it still wouldn't make any difference on the calls. Right. None. None. But we love them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was great. 5670560. Oh, if you missed it, by the way, it was sounded a little bit, not, not exactly, but, yeah, just something like that. Like that. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay, sir. Hey, um, Bobby Knight, he just had a big fight with the, with the dean in a uh, salad bar yesterday. And he with went Howard Dean? On, no, not with Howard Dean, with the guy that administered of his college, wherever, whoever the hell he is. Dean Smith. Yeah, with Dean Smith, they had a big fight because Dean Smith was going to congratulate him on his behavior. 
and he went ballistic and went on a rampage with him. Dean Smith is on CNN right now, and his nose just grew another inch and a half during the middle of his uh, whatever he's talking about. Yeah, that's all good. Anyway, did you, um, you know the Dave Chappelle show? Have you seen it, Neil? No. It is awesome. Yesterday they had um, a guy named Negro Damas. Yeah. They were playing skits, and then one lady gets up and says, Negro Damas, why is Bush so con convinced that there's weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? And his response was, because he has a receipt. I think that was pretty funny. Yeah, it was about 10 years ago when they came out with it the first time. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. God, that's, that's Taylor in last year's matzo bry. Ever have any of that? Still matzo bry? Don't. Oh. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. Hey, listen, uh, get a poll on no more polls. I beg your pardon? Like a poll on not having any more polls? No. Well, what's your problem with the poll? You don't want to vote on it? What's that? What's your problem with the poll? You don't have one? No, it's just, I mean, it's just like, I love you. I'd rather hear you just babble. Yeah. You know? And well, let me ask you, how many times I did I make, how many times did I make reference to, you should be so sir, creative. let me say it again. Okay. Oh, I should be more creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should be more creative, asshole, with your material next time you call, like in about two, three years when I retire. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Like the poll, how many times did I mention it this hour? Maybe twice. Maybe. You want to vote on it? Fine. If you don't, that's okay too. It's just there. Okay, it's just there. All this other stuff that I've talked about, that I've read, all these great calls <laughs> that we had today, and I should be more creative. You should be so creative, sir, as to come up with an interesting, uh, fascinating, fabulous poll, something different every goddamn day, five days a week, at least ten, fifteen weeks a year, whatever I'm working now. Right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon. So what's the poll result? Glad you asked. Which of these do you think was the most obscene or the most outrageous? And the answers are out of seven hundred and seventy-eight. See, we're not even going to make it to eight hundred by one o'clock. No chance at a thousand a day. Things are like calming down a little bit. Come Plus on, we got off the we got off the titty flap a little bit early today. Thank God. Let's see the pie. One says Robert Blake kills Bonnie Lee. Alleged one, only one. Martha Stewart insider trading alleged three. Janet, Justin, Super Bowl flap, only four were out, found that obscene or outrageous. Dan Marino tells Wayne to stick it, 16. QAM fires Scott Farrell, 21. Finger-pointing Rush Limbaugh turns out to be a junkie, 25. 31 say Michael Jackson molests cancer-stricken kid, alleged. 36 say the Clinton-Lewinsky penis-gate sex scandal. WQM hires Mo Howard David at 47. Enron rips off investors for millions, 51. George W. Bush steals 2000 presidential election, 213. And George W. Bush sends thousands of U.S. troops to war based on lies, 300 and about. About 30, man. 330. Oh, speaking of that, uh, the Guardian, the Brit Guardian says, intelligence chiefs ignored warnings from their own leading experts that they could not be certain Iraq had chemical and biological weapons. A former intelligence official who gave crucial evidence to the Hutton inquiry claimed today. In comments likely to increase pressure on the government over the issue of weapons of mass destruction, Dr. Brian Jones, a former branch head of the Defense Intelligence Staff, said that the most senior intelligence officials may have misinterpreted key evidence on Iraq's weapons programs. Dr. Jones, no kin to Reverend Jones, laid out his claims in the independent newspaper, which said he suggested that not a single defense intelligence expert backed Tony Blair's most contentious claims on WMD, although there's no unequivocal proof of this. The expert claimed that a large part of the DIS was unhappy with the way raw WMD intelligence was being used without careful caveats. In the article, Dr. Jones said he and a DIS colleague formally complained about the Iraq dossier because they feared that they would be made scapegoats after the war when no weapons were found. 
I just mentioned that in passing. Okay? Anybody care? Okay. No. No. You know, it's interesting when we had that when we had the thing on uh, from the CBC about the whole Iraq war and about uh, the whole scandal behind it and about uh, PNAC and all of these things. And we put the conspiracy theories thing on our website. Was anybody, like, making links to our website from that? No. Anybody checking it out from, like, no? No. Wasn't listening? Of course not. In fact, most of the people who were listening didn't look at it either. Mm -mm. 1256 at 560 WQM. If you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, you want to save yourself a whole lot of cash, and who the hell doesn't? Then I invite you to visit Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Located on US 1, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive for uh, to save thousands of dollars on that new Toyota no matter where you are. Check out these great unbeatable prices. An 04 Corolla loaded including air that you own for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America from just $14,990. And when you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you'll get a free Sun Pass. This was the first dealer in the entire area to offer your free tires and batteries for life. General Manager David Rich and the staff will do whatever in the universe it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. Locally owned and operated, they're committed to 100% customer satisfaction, which is why they've been around so long. Their service department is open weeknights till 8 to make sure your service work is done. Convenient to get to, they're on US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. So if you're sick and tired of those mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, then call David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247 for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a whole lot on that great new Toyota. <laughs> Stavan to two hours. Hi, Vay. Get a towel for Michael Powell. Oh. The sight of Janet's teeth makes him howl. So indignant is he that now the FCC will save his soul from nudity on the TV. If it was not for his daddy, he would not be there. So now he has to care about what's on the air. Keep it in the Stone Age, put your burger on today, and watch TV the Saudi Pack's American way. Get a towel for Michael Powell, the sight of Janet's teeth makes him howl. Justifying his position that he got through nepotism, what a spoiled incompetent squirt. <laughs> One o'clock at 560 WQM, the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich at two, the Boog in for the Humper at four. And then you got all that sports stuff that's much too complicated for us to go into. Eddie K. after the uh, Panther hockey game in Phoenix, and then Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5. 820 votes. We might actually make 1,000 again. I think uh, maybe I sold them a little bit short, you know? Come on, they can do it. Like Martha Stewart, maybe I sold a little bit short. Coming out day for conservatives. This is from Irvin Sun, Mung Moons, Washington Times, right-wing rag. This is really uh, amusing to some of us. A few years ago, Jeff O'Halloran said he began to realize that he was different from the other boys he knew. And it, this is from uh, Miss Fudge's website, by the way, speaking of being different from the other boys he knew, blew, knew. I started having certain thoughts, said Mr. O'Halloran, 19, a student at the University of Colorado. I would go out into my mom's car, turn it on auxiliary, and listen to Rush Limbaugh. Oy. How do you like that? Oh, God. 
<laughs> At what College age? students coming out of the closet. How do you like that? Yesterday, he said, <laughs> it was time to come out of the closet. <laughs> In the middle of a crowded <laughs> university dining <laughs> area, <laughs> he took to the podium and announced, I'm Jeff and I'm a conservative. Oh! And everybody in the crowd covered their head and went oh my God. like that. His tongue-in-cheek revelation came during yesterday's conservative coming out day, an event sponsored by the college Republicans that combined a mischievous sense of humor with a serious message on academic bias. We have some of the best professors in the world here at CU, but some of them are here to indoctrinate us, said Brad Jones, college Republicans chairman. What we're talking about is diversity of thought, and a lot of professors don't believe in that. The event kicked off the club's conservative coming out month, which will feature conservative speakers and intends to fuel a statewide conservative assault on liberal bias and academia. Oh, my God. Wow. From Reverend Sun Mung Moon's ultra-conservative Washington Times and from Miss Fudge's uh, all-over-the-place website. Oh, my God. Exactly. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Wealthy liberals give heavily in bid to oust Bush. All right. We'll get to that. Although we want to get in a lot of these really good calls today, you know what? Hasn't today been one of the better days? Best ever. WQAM, hello. I need a job. <laughs> well, you got a job. Maybe maybe you can get Greg Reed to pay you for calling the show every day. This is like two days in a row. How much do we want to pay him? About 30, man. Yeah, about 30 cent a call. Who's paying? You are. Oh, not me. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. This is the king. It sounded more like the queen to me. WQAM, hello. Who are you reading to? You're reading you. everything that's boring. You, schmuck. Well, I find yourself a life, okay, schmuck? Find a life. Find a boyfriend, okay, a new one. God. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Go out there and bay at the moon, okay? See if it'll go away. Bay at the cock moon, schmuck. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hola. Buenos dias. Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, if these people think a nibble's a big deal, what would they do if they were walking down the Damarack and all of a sudden uh, a Dutch person or a German person whip it out and took a pee there with the kids walking by? What would they do then? Never seen anybody whip it out on the Damarack and take a pee, to be honest with you. I see lots of them. On the Damarack? Plenty of people pee in that, that stream there. Pee in the stream? You know, the river. The, what they call it the a river. You mean the canal? This yeah. is Reverend Jones, yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. As soon as he said what they call, you know, he's got certain mm. lines. Yep. They all. But do. it's amazing, isn't it, that Reverend Jones actually? Maybe we can send him to Amsterdam. Okay. Maybe we can bar. Maybe when you go on that tour of the glass bottom boat, you'll see Reverend Jones down there. Oh, that would be a sight. <laughs> At the bottom of that that stream, you know, that canal. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that uh, river thingy. Right, right. That watery thing. <laughs> I think he's talking about the tube in his rectum. That watery thing. Nice call, Reverend Jones. You're okay in my book, in spite of what George says. That thing last night on MSNBC, I'm telling you, looked right at that guy and said, Now, Reverend Jones, what, what do you think? <laughs> oh. And, of course, I'm the only, only person in the world thinking, Holy cow, it's Reverend Jones. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir? You know, this, I tell you what, I'm ready to split my wrist. This country is absolutely pathetic. Yeah. So we got nothing better to talk about than this poor woman, Janet Jackson, by the way, terrible food job, um... But, but well, she's I mean, 37 you know, years old. What do you want? They're getting a little saggy, man. That silicone horrible. starts sagging a little bit. Horrible. But anyway, that's not what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say is... What know, do you want to say? Nothing, oh, I don't know. we got nothing better to talk about. I mean... Uh, you, well, when you come up with something better, then call me and talk about it. 
I love those people who say, well, why don't you do something? Like what? I mean, like what? We don't uh, even play that game anything anymore. Else? I did that for many years. Uh, anything else? Whatever you're saying now, whatever you're doing now, we don't like it. Well, what would you like? Uh, I don't know about anything else. It would be like going into a restaurant and looking at the menu and saying, well, gee, is this all you got? Well, what would you like? Uh, I don't know, but anything that's anything. not on here. Yeah. <laughs> that's the South Florida fucking way, baby. Let me tell you right now. Well, I sure hope that nobody who found us on a website, on uh, some other website is listening to this show and thinking, oh my God, what are these calls from South Florida? That's another public service we perform on this program is to keep all you pain in the ass tourists away so you don't have to subject yourself to this sewer, this toilet, this outdoor insane asylum. Oh, there's that thing again from Sarasota. And see if they can get a better enhancement of the image of the man so that they can get a picture, a composite, something out. You see, every day we have to have something now in the media. We've, we've taken it to an extreme, and it started with uh, Super Bowl Flatgate. So that now, every single day, there has to be some new picture, some new image that they show over and over and over. Like, how many times a minute? About 30, man. At least. Every two seconds. Five, six, seven. Oh, and see, the mother's got a cat. That's why that little girl ran away from home. She's got a pussy cat there. I hate people with cats. Cats. I don't hate the people. I just don't like the cats. Although it was the Siamese, wasn't it? I don't know. You weren't watching that? I'm watching the tape now. You better get with it, Mr. MSNBC. No, I know what you're watching. You're probably watching something sick and disgusting and perverted like. On what? The satellite doesn't work here, as you know. Even though we're paying for it. What is it? Our Keep your finger on that button now, because every All time right, I, I punch it. this up. What? I don't know what she said. It was like a half a word. That's all. Something about see, see this, see that, see. Five, six, seven, oh, maybe she's speaking in Espanol or Italiano. I don't know. WQAM, hello. Hey, what's Yes, up? sir. How you doing? Hey, tell me why the Grove sucks so bad. The what? The Grove. The Grove? Yeah, I'm stuck here. I need directions to get out. North. <laughs> yeah, just go north, okay? If you go south, you're going to be really sorry, man. I'll tell you that right now. Unless you're going to go to buy a new Toyota. 5670560, oh, pound 560. See, always thinking, always thinking, always keeping the... <laughs> All right, let, maybe let's see you're going to go down and pick some uh, grapes down there in uh, Naranja. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hello, is this uh, Neil Rogers? Yes, sir, speaking. Hey, Neil, how you doing? George, how you doing? Yo. All right, listen, no, I was just wondering, um, was there a Super Bowl Sunday? Was there a game that Sunday? No. No, the no. Patriots only thought they won a the game. It was the greatest Super Bowl in history, and there is nobody talking about the game. Being a Patriots a fan that I am, I just it just uh, grinds my ass. I'm really sorry to hear that, Neil. Listen, I'm pulling for you, though, man. We can get past this. I know we can. I bet you we can. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. I'm have pull, a good I'm day. I'm pulling on it right now. i got my Tom Brady naked picture over here. got my blow-up doll. I'm all set. I'm in. And now I'm out. Yeah, you've been up for a while. Five six seven oh five sixty. That thing about coming out as a conservative on a college campus is so asinine, so stupid, so idiotic, so pathetic, and so typical, man. I'm a spoiled little rich brat. I'm surprised that he's in Colorado, not the U of M, the University of Miami. Spoiled little rich brats. Of course, they're kind of like not all that political over there because they're too busy trying to get their finger out of each other's butt. In Colorado? Rectum. No, at U of M. Oh. Oh, hey, none of that in Colorado. Uh, no way, Jose. Old rich brats, are you kidding me? Five six seven. That's why I said it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Are we going to make it to a thousand today? Because if not, I think we just eight forty five. Very unlikely. One hundred and fifty five in uh, fifty one minutes. That's, they can do uh, it. Eh. 
It, we can do it. Now, what kind of a threat can we hold over their heads today? We'll take all of those naked pictures, and we'll never put any on our website again if we don't make it to 1,000 votes by 2 o'clock. We could put another one on there. We could put a naked picture of uh, Jeff High, a fat boy, on Ooh. there instead of instead of the one of Janet Jackson's booby and the other one with Jeff Bush. High on there, and if we do, we'll put a hot babe on there. Like whom? Name one. Naked we'll Cameron Diaz. One. How about John Cameron Swayze? Who? Five six seven oh five sixty. Eight forty nine hundred and fifty one to go. That's a tall order. That's a pretty tall order. We'll see. We'll put the pedal to the metal, see if we can do it. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, what if Kenneth Jackson was white and the guy was black? Wouldn't he be in jail right now? <laughs> that is outstanding. If it had been in South Carolina, certainly. You betcha. Or Texas. Or Georgia. Yeah. Or Kansas. Louisiana. Excellent point, amigo. If she would have been white and a guy would have been like, if it would have been Puff Daddy, Puff Diddy, right. and J-Lo. Of course, if it would have been J-Lo, they'd have to like, shave the hair off those nipples first. What a thought. Yeah. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. See, there wasn't any game on Sunday. That'll make the Dolphin fans feel a little bit better. There was no Super Bowl game. That was all a bunch of BS. There was nothing but a, a pre-foreplay uh, and a halftime and in-between all the way around show. That show went on forever. You just missed the best parts. That'll make them feel better while they're licking their wounds about poor Danny Boy. That's why, they're, see, it never dawned on me. That's why they're really in a real so, extra sour mood today, more psychotic than usual, because of Danny Boy. Told Wayne, yeah, Danny had a change of fart. Maybe eating too much in his own restaurants, that could be. Marina resigns as Dolphin Senior VP of Football Operations before he ever really even got started. He said, I don't think so, you know. I don't think this is going to pan out. And Wayne, and Wayne, of course, got indignant again. Well, don't you tell me that this, and don't you tell me we got problems, everything is fine. Yeah. Man, what a hard ass. I cannot stand multi-millionaire, billionaire types, the Steinbrenners, the Donald Trumps, the Wayne Hypingas, with all of that big money, always like uh, bitching everybody else out, you know? I don't care if you got yeah. 50 billion, Wayne, you're still an asshole with a bad complexion and a big bald spot. 113 at 560. Oh, speaking of uh, problems, there's uh, Howard Dean. Gore couldn't even carry his home state of Tennessee in 2000. Yeah, see, Gore, there's a guy who couldn't carry his home state, and he backed. You notice how Dean started going south, so to speak, as soon as Gore backed him? That's an excellent point. Mm -hmm. It is. Kiss of they death. Were, they were saying last night, if the phone rings, in fact, uh, they were telling Kerry and Edwards, if your phone rings in the morning, it's Al Gore, don't, and don't answer it. Good choice. 113 at 560, WQM. Hey, listen to this. Oh, this is some stale old copy, by the way. I better cross out. But we want to thank all the people that came out Monday night at Pompano Park for the free spaghetti dinner. That was this past Monday, by the way. We'll let you know when the next one is. Don't be showing up there tonight and saying, I want free spaghetti. They'll kick your ass out. But anyway, coming up this Friday, it's a big night at Pompano Park because they not only feature great nighttime harness racing action, simulcasting. Their, i got to tell you a, a very sick story. I had a dream last night. This is true. Okay. Fat Rich and I are at the track. Oh, man. And for some reason, rather than sitting at our table, we're standing down by the window in the clubhouse watching the races. Okay. And I farted, like, real bad. And Rich was just, oh, swooning and making all kinds of comments. And I thought to myself, boy, you're a good one to talk. You know, he's had a couple of health issues the last couple of years. And once in a while, you know, and I never say a word. You know, I just kind of like, I just put my head over the rail and start breathing real heavy. Do you think there was seepage? If you only knew. 
This Friday, February 6th, Pompano Park not only features great nighttime harness racing action, simulcasting in their fabulous poker card room, but it's the track 40th anniversary night. Maybe that's why I was farting up a storm, huh? Could They'll be. have live music, including Chris McDonald's tribute to Elvis show, Shane Lamar Entertainment's triple shot band, giveaways, free prize drawings, family fun night, antique car display, and lots more crap going on. It all starts at 7 p.m. this Friday. Just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, they offer you free admission and free general parking every day. You got your live harness racing and poker room every Monday, Wednesday, like tonight, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Every Wednesday is uh, dollar night with dollar hot dogs, draft beer, and sodas. Poker starts at noon till midnight. Live racing gets underway at 7.05. And don't forget, every day, seven days a week, we got simulcasting from all across North America, starting at noon for you to plunge your guts out. Pompano Park, call them for the schedule at 954-972-2000 or go on their website at pompanopark.com. Don't forget, this Friday, February 6th, the big 40th anniversary night at Pompano Park. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Watch the TV with a finger up their butt. Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Boy! Bibles in the corner while fondling their nuts. Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Poster white and tasty from the fast food veggies. Inhaling vats of macaroni and cheese. Gunholes in the bitchy just in case they reproduce. That's just about all they're allowed to do. Absolutely. I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Ooh, I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Do they get a swollen pud? While cleaning out their gun, whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Do they polish up the fish on the tailgate of their truck? Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Sit and stand and eat and sit back down again and chew. And wash it all down with a 12-pack of fruit. With a life of boredom up to heaven you'll go. God only smiles upon boring assholes. Oh, oh, oh. I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Yeah, I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. 883, we need 117 more votes on our uh, poll today. See, if we didn't have the poll, then we couldn't threaten the audience. Right. So what the fun would that be? Would that be any fun at all? No. Of course no. not. 883, we need another 117 votes to get to 1,000 by 2 o'clock. Otherwise, George is going to come in and uh, make guttural sounds for four hours tomorrow. Nude. And I'm taking several days off. <coughs> Wealthy liberals give heavily in bid to oust Bush. Faced with a new ban on in- unlimited donations to political parties, some of America's wealthiest liberals have given large sums to help finance independent organizations that want to defeat President Bush in November, according to records released by the IRS. Major contributors to the groups include philanthropist George Soros, our hero who gave $5 million, and Cleveland-based insurance billionaire Peter Lewis, who donated $3 million. 
Hollywood producer Stephen Bing gave $2 million, and Rob Glazer, chief executive of Real Networks, the software maker, gave 745000 Even George kicked in. About 30, man. Sent. Right on. But the groups known as 527s for the section of the tax code that applies to them have raised nowhere near the hundreds of millions their organizers predicted the report show. Such predictions have led to speculation that the groups would take advantage of loopholes in campaign finance law to become a shadow Democratic money machine. <clears throat> there have been a lot of exaggerated numbers floating around how much groups related to Democrats would raise and spend in the 2004 election, said Fred Wertheimer. I wonder if he's kin to Stan Wertheimer. Don't bet on it. Ooh. President of Democracy 21, a campaign finance watchdog group in Washington. The two biggest groups announced plans to spend a total of $190 million to defeat President Bush. What these reports show was that today they've raised just 8% of that $190 million. Let's go. Let's dig down deep and uh, cough it up, okay? Talk is cheap. Let's cough it up, George Soros. 800. Now, I remember both uh, Monday and yesterday, both days, we reached the point where it was 888. Remember that? Yep. It was the anti-Christ with like 25% bonus for good behavior. And we got right now, 888. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Now, see, you must have thought I looked at that before I refreshed it. I didn't. What are you, what are you seeing on there? Pornography. No, seriously. Well, you're... you're... <laughs> 883. No, I'm ahead of you. Click right. it again. Refresh it again. Quick. Here it goes. Yeah, and your real fast computer there you got from the Stone Age. No, Barney this, one's a, this one's a good one. What does it say? 892. Ah, damn it. You're ahead of me. Actually, mine is stopped right now on 888. My hand today. I'll put it right on the bottom. I'm telling you we're going to do it again. What, over 1,000? Yes. I'm not t t talking about that. I think there's something ominous there about that 888. Oh, yeah. Geez. That's why I'm as fat as a cow. 888. Not today, though. No ice cream today. No Ben and Jerry's. Till later. No Nestle. No, I can't. I cannot do it. Don't do it. If I break through that 200 barrier, that's it. I jump right out the window. I'm going to pay the concierge to lock you in from the outside. Protest. Yeah, but if you lock me in, i got a lot of stuff in the freezer. Protest follows denial of morning after pill. This, you know, this is one of the reasons why we hate Eckerd's. See, there are certain things on this show. We hate Walmart, and we despise Eckerd's. I mean, just, I would rather croak. If I, if there was the only uh, pharmacy in the world that I could get my prescription drugs at, I would just die. You know, you know who's an up-and-coming very good pharmacy down here? C CBS. Yeah. Carpeted. See, how did I know? Clean, glitzy, the cigars. Even though I'm out of touch. And they're open 24 hours, yeah, too. Yeah, they are. But I'll take my Walgreens open 24 hours there I in the like corner of Sunrise and Knob Hill. I'll put them up against anybody, man. You don't like Walgreens? I do like Walgreens. I go there often. I went there well, this Well, so what's not to like? But Just you're right. CBS morning. is coming up. Not to be confused with CBS, right. which the B, <laughs> B stands for bare breast. We know that. About This is Denton, Texas. These people are pissed off. About 40 people gathered outside an Eckerd Pharmacy Monday protesting what they said was a decision to deny a rape victim a prescription for the morning-after pill. A spokesman for the Florida-based company confirmed that Eckerd's has taken disciplinary action in response to an incident at the store. You people at Eckerd's, man, you ought to burn in hell. They will. Apparently, there was a request for a prescription to be filled, and the prescription was denied based on a moral or ethical decision made by the pharmacist, and that's not in accordance with our corporate policies, said Joan Gallagher, Vice President of Communications for Lago, Florida-based Eckerd Group. Remember Jack Eckerd? Did he die yet? I don't know. We can only pray. A perennial candidate, a perennial loser, Jack Eckerd, right-wing. Even before it was fashionable, he'd be a right-wing fanatic. He was one. Gallagher told the Denton Record Chronicle she could provide no other details. The protesters, uh, protesters carried signs. Some stood silently. Others chanted slogans. In fact, this is on our website, I do believe. I think we did. Here's a woman holding up a sign that says, Got raped? Question mark. Let someone else help you. Eckerd's won't. Wow. 
Nice. Morning after pills have been sold under the brand names Plan B and Previn since 1998. Taken within 72 hours of sexual intercourse, the hormone pills are released 75% effective at preventing pregnancy. An unidentified friend of the woman seeking the prescription told the newspaper she got the drug from a neighboring pharmacy. Gay Dodson. Yeah. Gay Dodson, executive yeah. director of the Texas State Board of Pharmacy, said state law allows pharmacists to decline filling prescriptions if the medication could harm the patient. The law doesn't say the pharmacy can decline because of moral grounds. See, this is in Denton, Texas. Right. And it's the morning after. Oh, we're not going to do that. That's killing the fetus, man. That's an abortion thing. But I just got raped. Yeah, but that, and the, the Bible says, you know, man, what have I told you? We need, we need, I, the, the Civil War was bad. Not just because all those people died. Civil War was a bad idea. Right. I still say the North and the South divided in two because never the twain shall meet. There, there, there's no connection. All these Bible-thumping yahoos men in Georgia and Louisiana and Alabama and Mississippi. And, and even look at Florida. Yeah. There were those of us who were screaming every time we tried to get casino gambling passed in Florida. How about secession? North Florida and South Florida. It's good enough for the Dakotas. Good enough for the uh, Carolinas. Why ain't it good enough for us? All right. North Florida, which would be everybody outside of Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, and Monroe counties, and all that, and the rest. Right? We'll take it. And we can have casinos, and we can have a great time, and we can, like, right. legalize uh, bordellos and uh, strip clubs and uh, swing clubs right. and whatever. Have a good time. We could spruce up the hotels here. Of course, a lot of your people are going to have to move to Tuag, but that's okay. There's a lot of land up there. Right on. A lot of them old, uh, no having no fun, Cubanos. Well, that's okay, because Fidel will be gone by then anyway. Right, they're going back. And Yeah, sure they are. Maybe they'll go back in that 57 Chevy. <laughs> Let's hope they didn't sink it. Oh, God, I want to take a look at it. I bet it was a uh, Henry J. You never saw Henry J., did you? No. Look, do a search on the website. I'm serious. That was one of the neatest, most fabulous-looking cars. It had tail fins like a Cadillac, you know? But that's the way it goes, in the past. You got your new Avet yet, the sixth uh, edition? Yeah, right. The sixth generation? Don't forget Star Trek, the sixth generation Corvette is coming up tonight, 8 o'clock on uh, Fox. 26 past 1. You think we're going to make that 1,000 or not? I'm just biding my time to see if we can do it again. I'm just Joe biding my time. Uh, 9.10? Wow. Boy, we went from nowheres to 9.10. That's because they were afraid I'm going to put your ass on there again tomorrow mm -hmm. and Friday. I'm taking two days off if we don't make a 1,000. That's not so much a testament to me as it is how much they hate you like poison. No, they don't hate you. They just find you like a little on the mumbly side, you know. Not as mumbly as Don Imus. And certainly not nearly as mumbly as Tom Brokaw. There's another one. Tom Brokaw, Barbara Walters, Don Imus. I leave anybody out? Not that I can pick up. The mumbling crowd. Like that. We're trying to listen to Imus this morning on MSNBC, and he's like, I, I have no idea what he was saying. He just, uh, a dead man in a chair making all that money. I saw I, I, my 10-gallon head. I tip it to you, Imus. God. Boca Brian says, uh, Jackson Byron Eckert is still alive at 90. Oh, no. Jack Eckert is still alive. 90's old enough. I keep saying that. Hey, let me tell you, if you'd like to live another couple of days and you're fat, you're probably on one of those low-carb diets, you know, the Atkins, the Sugar Busters, the South Beach diet, God forbid, the uh, Suzanne Summers. Everybody and their brother is counting carbs. In fact, now you'll notice that all the uh, all the people that want to peddle you products are on, onto that. Everything is low-carb this and low-carb that. There's one store you can head to where you can find all of those good things in one location. That's Delights of West Boca, the store that South Floridians have made number one low-carb store in the entire country, and for good reason, because they have not just a few, not just a small handful, like Justin. They've got over a 1,000 low-carb products to choose from, including breads and bagels, cookies, crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, ice cream, 
pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and lots more. A Schmidt load of great stuff. They offer you the widest selection. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m., and you can try anything in the store before you buy it. Their staff really knows their craft inside and out, and they carry the most complete line of Atkins Brands products that are on sale today. Next, Sukkis, a week from Purim every day. So we know that the low-carb diet is being talked about everyone, so everywhere by everyone. So head to the number one low-carb store in the world, Delights of West Book on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. Or call 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, 1-877-LOW-CARB. Check them out on the web at lowcarb.com. There's only one Delights of West Book, and by any account, it's your official Atkins Retail Center. Live, live and local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Twenty-six till two at five sixty WQM. I wonder what uh, Michael Powell think of Uranus as a whole. Police dog suspended after biting second black child in nineteen months. <laughs> this is uh, scary, you know. McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. I know it well. A police dog has been suspended while investigators try to determine whether the animal has something against black children. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is a true story. It must be. It's from the Tampa Tribune. They don't make stuff up, do they? The dog, a German Shepherd. Oh, see, German Shepherds don't like black people. Ah. And neither do Golden Retrievers, Minpins, Terriers, Afghan Hounds. The dog, a German Shepherd named Dolfo, was cleared two years ago of attacking a child because he was black. But Dolfo was removed from duty on Monday after biting another black child. I thought dogs were colorblind. I don't know. Dolfo attacked a 14-year-old black girl on January. Well, I guess you don't have to be able to see color, you know, like dark from light. That's it. He attacked a 14-year-old black girl on January 28th during a crime prevention demonstration at a school, but didn't break the youngster's skin. The girl's parents said a white student petted the dog without incident before he attacked their daughter. Well, maybe it wasn't her color. Maybe he just didn't like her. Is that possible? It's possible. Or maybe he uh, is a homo dog. Maybe he liked the uh, guy, you know? In 2002, town officials ordered a two-month investigation to determine if Dolfo was singling out blacks while on patrol after the dog escaped from police vehicle and bit a nine-year-old black boy playing nearby. The dog was taken off duty, refrained for, uh, retrained for two months and returned to the force. City Councilwoman Wanda Jones-Dixon, who is black, complained about the dog in 2002 and renewed her request that the animal be retired from the police force or be put to sleep. Well, how about putting you to sleep, honey? That's what I say. Don't be putting no German Shepherd to sleep, you bitch. Disgusting. Isn't that tragic? Yeah. Maybe you just don't like dark folks, so put them like in an all-white neighborhood, is what I say. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I saw the Henry J. By the way, that's a beautiful thing. Only you need to see it from the ass end. It's like J Lo to really appreciate the scope and width, and the tail fins, the breadth, the breast, and the other one you sent me with the fourteen uh, whatever that is. That that uh, email was blocked because it's oh. been determined to be from one of those dangerous websites. Ooh, well, so Hotmail has blocked that one to protect me from all those. That was just the. Um... The website that has You're not it. fooling me. You're just trying to send a bunch of worms into my computer. Kitty porn. Bestiality kitty porn. That's it. 958 votes. we got 42 to go in 23 minutes. That's uh, not a tall order, but we got a little pressure on today. It's not going to be a walk in the park like yesterday. 958. In fact, we don't really even care all that much what, what the votes are or what's on there, even what the question is. It's just a total, man. That's all we care about anymore, right? Starting right. this week. And that's what some of the people in South Florida are so psychotic about. Oh, gee, there's a... See, what they want to do is they want to show all the rest of you folks their, their ass, which is why I just played that. They'd like to show it to the entire universe. Oh, there might be somebody listening to McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania right now. Let me just show them my Rectum. ass. WQAM, ass line, hello. I'll work for food. WQAM, hello. Hello, is Georgia bottom or top? Middle. WQAM, hello. Hi, um, I wanted to leave a message for Neil Rogers. Yes? Is this Neil? Sounds like me. Why do you want to leave a message? Why don't you want to tell me to my face? Is it that <laughs> devastating? Can I handle it? Yeah, you can handle it. Uh, listen, my name is Jerry Boone. I'm from, uh, from your history. You're from Brighton, up in Rochester, New York. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I just, anyway, I was talking to this guy, long story short, but but I play in a, uh, a band. I, I graduated from Brighton in 68. And well, I, nobody's uh, perfect. And That's right, and... Uh, and we have a band called the Sky Coasters, and we're going to be, uh, we're in Tampa tomorrow night, but we're going to be at Mango's at uh, Fort Lauderdale on Friday night, this right. Friday night. Uh -huh. And so uh, one of my, this guy says, oh, you ought to tell Neil because, you know, he might do a shout-out for it or whatever. Sure. And a bunch, of, a bunch of Brighton people are going to be there anyway, but, you know, Mango's is a great place, so we're looking forward to playing there. When is it again? It's this Friday night. Uh, yeah, what, at what time? Uh, I think 9.30 to 1.30 is the typical you know, right after they eat dinner there. 
Okay. I'm Lars Olin. Well, there you go. You got your shout, man. Oh, thanks a lot. No extra well, charge. Have a, have a great time. And George says he'll see you there. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. See ya. There's a guy from Brighton High, baby, Rochester, New York. That's a great, great school. Make no mistake about it. I didn't go there. I went to Brighton Elementary, though, right oh. next door. When Don and Bob's were there, and then as soon as I found out that Don and Bob's ain't there no more, I said, oh, I don't know nothing about that place. <laughs> Whatever happened to our friends at Vic and Herbs, huh? I just mentioned that in passing, just in case anybody in sales might be listening. Well, you know how it goes. Sales department's that revolving door downstairs at the bottom of the uh, thing. Just keep, just keep spinning around like a dreidel. Spinning them around, spinning them around. But then again, who could put up with screw in that long? More than About 30, man. 30 seconds. She said that's all it takes. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. The booster coming in for Hank at 4. Jim managed the Mad Dog at 2. And he might actually tell you that there was a game on Sunday night, but I doubt it. My and local. What about Danny this Boy, man? Asshole. It's the musical show everyone's talking about. In their only area of performance, the Spice Girls tribute band, the Spooge Girls. If you want to be my sex you got to give me some food. They're here, they're hot, and they love Spooge. Hello, we're the Spooge Girls. Our songs represent Spooge lovers everywhere. We believe in Spooge power. The Spooge Girls in their only area performance. If you don't see this show, then you don't know Spooge. I hear they're going to be at Mango's Friday right night with those uh, guys from Brighton. 144, and, and we got 990. Piece of cake now, right? Right. 990 votes, just 10 to go to make sure that George doesn't rear his ugly head tomorrow on Friday. But then the next several weeks. And look at that phone, man. See, this guy that called before about the polls and taking a poll. If we didn't have those building poll shows, we wouldn't have squat. Right. And this isn't something brand new. This isn't this show. This is South Florida. How about Danny Boy? Come on, let's start the calls for the Mad Dog now. What are we going to do about Danny Boy? And all the BS that was spewed on this radio station, I don't want to mention any names. Right. Because I want to protect the guilty. About Danny Boy is going to do this, and he's not just going to be a figurehead, and he's not just going to be in there to pacify the fans. He's going to be a hands-on guy. Yeah, right. Bull crap. Go figure. Yeah, go. <laughs> Who the hell are you kidding? Go figure rhymes with Roy and Tigger. How's uh, what's his name doing? Roy. And not only him, but how about Roy? Dude. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Let's start the the gnashing of teeth and the ring of hands now, because you just know that that's like for days to come. Thank you very much, Danny Boy, because you get he probably was uh, did that in cahoots with Joe and the uh, Mad Dog. Because okay. this is the typical, well, no, this is the post-Super Bowl time, and they, they can't even talk about the football game Sunday because there wasn't any. It was just a, a titty-bearing gift. Beware of titties-bearing gifts. And so as a result of that, I mean, you talk about having nothing to talk about till maybe Marlins. I mean, so here you go. It's Danny Boy. Danny and this and Danny and that and Davey and Danny and Danny and Davey and Wayne. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, sir. Y yes, sir. Good afternoon to you. Uh, that was me on the... Uh, yeah, I know it was. WQM, hello. Hey, you okay? See, I'm getting so good now, it's like the first word I know it's him. Yes, sir. This is a uh, piece of information. Eckerd's is going to be taken over by CVS, and they're going to announce it on Friday. You mean nationwide? No, just Florida. All right, that's excellent news. All right. 
That's the best news I've heard in a Coons age. Thank you, Pally. You're welcome. And have a great day. How do you like that, huh? I like it a lot. If that's true, which I have no doubt, he sounded like kind of a legit guy. Sure. Sounded like he had his thumb right on it. Well, won't that be a breath of fresh air because Eckerd's, oh, geez. Just a, and I'm sure that there's some nice people who work at Eckerd's. Everybody's got to make a living. Right. But uh, good golly, Miss Molly. It's just uh, the whole ambiance of that place. There's just mm -hmm. something about it. You feel like unclean, unclean. Oh, you know. I like the timely service you get when you go there. You know what it reminds me of? Jack Eckerd, who's long since retired from the, uh, from the drugstore chain, he is to Eckerd's what Wayne is to Blockbuster. Even right. though Wayne's got nothing sure. to do with Blockbuster, no more. Still, when you think of Blockbuster, you think of the bald-headed geek. And when you think of Eckerd, at least those of us who've been around 100 years, or at least About 30, man. we think of Jack Eckerd. Miserable, nasty, hostile. In fact, Jack Eckerd was one of those people with the anti-gambling crowd back in the uh, 70s. First time we could try to get casino gambling back in uh, South Florida. He was one of those goody two-shoes. And also the people at Burdines were in on that. I just, I just mentioned that in passing. And you know what else we never even mentioned? What? You see what two department stores, since there's only going to be about five businesses in the whole world pretty soon, Burdines and Macy's are uh, merging. Well, good for them. You see it? Well, that's because you don't shop at either one of them. You shop at Target. For that kind of stuff. And, and I, I shop at I shop at uh, whatever that Dillard's. Somebody's got to. It depends on what you're going. You're not going to go buy bath mats at Dillard's. No. And you sure are not going to go to Walmart and get them and, and no. let us find out about it. Go to Target for general purpose things. And what go what to... did I go to? Oh, I, I went to Walmart's for toilet stuff, and I think that's perfect. I think yeah. there's something symbolic about that. No, if I want to buy something nice, Dillard's is nice. See, I would, I would only wish that the Kmart was still out there by me by the sawgrass. Because mm -hmm. even though Kmart was a, it was a crappy ass mm -hmm. store. It was a junk shop. But like you said, if you wanted a bath mat, but then again, they had Martha Stewart bath mats. Yeah. So like I said, Walmart ain't so bad always. Target rules. Okay, Dillard's good stuff, man. A little overpriced, but they got good brand. You'll get service, man. They'll attack you in Dillard's. They'll chase your ass down. You oh, can we help you today, sir? Can I ring up some of that merchandise, please, mm -hmm. please? My kids need to eat, please. I, I like Dillard's. You know what that means? Of course, that means they go out of business. I like Jordan Marsh, too. Out of business. <laughs> I'm the kiss of death. If I come in, you retail establishment and say, oh, sorry, Neil, we're just closing up now. Even if it's like the middle of the day, if it's noon. Just going to lunch. I got a thousand one. Do you? Yeah. Dalmatians? I sure hope that they uh, like black people. Well, they probably would because they got black spots. Which of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? And we got a thousand now, according to George. A thousand and two I got. Trombones. At the bottom of the list, Robert Blake kills Bonnie Lee, alleged only two. Martha Stewart Insider Trading, alleged three. Janet Justin, Super Bowl five, only six. Safe. Only six people say that that was obscene or outrageous, or at least the most. Small potatoes, no big deal. If you don't like it, tough titty. Dan Marino tells Wayne to stick at 20. WQM fires Scott Farrell, 24. Finger pointing Rush turns out to be a junkie, 34. Michael Jackson molests cancer-stricken kid alleged, 37. Clinton Lewinsky, penis-gate scandal, 39. WQM hires Mo Howard David. That was obscene, 58. And boy, do they regret it or what? Yes. Enron rips off investors for millions, 70. And now the two biggies. George W. Bush steals the 2000 presidential election, 261. And G.W. Bush sends thousands and thousands of U.S. troops to war, some of whom ain't never coming back, uh, based on lies in Iraq. 452 and just climbing like crazy. They hate you, W. Don't just don't forget what I said today. I don't want to like you know because it sounds like one of those conspiratorial kind of things. I think the die is already cast, as they say at Diebold. See, 
The die is cash. W is going bye-bye. In fact, want to be great? Like on January 20th or whatever inauguration is next year when John Kerry is sworn in, Justin can be there to say to uh, W, Bye, bye, bye! And we'll even give Justin a little pat on the fanny. You can do it. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. The Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's growing. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting at the right wing is drilling it over and over into our head. That Iraq has some Weapons of mass destruction. Three thousand people killed are not forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of. The name Bin Laden, but no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent, believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind obedient cattle don't have any reservation. About unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall in Halliburton installed. With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls and the... Right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. <laughs> Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Okay, 157 at 560 WQM. Don't forget about our hot couples contest. They're starting to trickle in now. We got a, what, about a half a dozen? About three, four, five, six, something like that. You've got uh, through February 13th, through a week from Friday, to get your entries in. Email your pictures to contest at neilrogers.com. It can be any kind of a couple, any kind of a pair. Oh, and speaking of pair, uh, I'm thinking what we ought to do is have like the nude, uh, I don't know, do we want to do it every day or once a week? The nude what? On our website. The naked celebrity. The naked era. celebrity of the day or of the week or not of the month. That's of, of the week. You decide. Of the minute. How many a day? About 30, man. Of the day would be good. I mean, okay. is there like an unlimited? No. Oh, sure there are. You can search Even for I... the guys. Huh? You can search for the guys. I'm, and that's what I'm doing every okay. day. 
No, seriously. Uh, there, well, who says we're going to find any guys? First of all, most of our audience are heterosexual males who, who are desperate. I mean, just uh, dying to see a booby, uh, a, a cheek, Rectum. anything, right? Right. So if we happen to find some guys, like if there was a naked picture of Tom Welling on there, if we put Tom Welling, a few guys might be <laughs> swelling, including me, but, but we'll, we'll see. We'll work on it. But in the meantime, uh, I think that you can get started today. Find one for tomorrow. That's your assignment. You got it. Done. That's your assignment. A labor. Oh, sorry. A labor of love. <laughs> oh no. A thousand and four. Don't be picking on Eric again. I'm not. God, you're relentless. I'm Eric, he's picking on you, man. I love he's doing picking this. on. He's spicking on you. Watch out for them Rodriguez people, man. They're always spicking on you. We're everywhere. Thousand and forty. Yeah, I noticed, including uh, murderers and things like that. Yeah, thousand and forty-two. Votes, which we don't have time to go through. It's pretty obvious. Obscene and outrageous. W. In fact, just him is obscene. I hope that some of the people looking at the naked boobies and naked pictures on our website will also look at the GW obnoxious liar stuff, too. We'll intersperse them. Yeah, while they're punching their own buttons, maybe they can punch some of them buttons. Now, the moment you've been waiting for, because after, I'm sure, is Ken there today? Ken Muldoon? I don't know. Our good close personal friend, I sure hope so. After Ken does the sports update, Mad Dog is going to come and tell you the real story. The ins... Huh? What? The story behind the story about Danny Boy. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Ah! Absolutely.